What is up, guys? Zach in here. Rick in here. And in today's video, we're going to show you exactly how to make real money in wholesaling real estate and really talk to you guys about making that money in wholesaling real estate and uh, tips and tricks for success, uh, stuff you absolutely need to know to be successful in wholesaling real estate and uh, just to talk to you and see how we can help the people out learning wholesaling real estate. So uh, pretty fired up about this. Oh yeah. So let, let's talk about it. So how do you actually make, you know, legit money in this space? Because, you know, there's a lot of people out here saying, you know, how do you get your first deal, second deal, has scale on millions and millions and millions of dollars. But um, uh, really, uh, I think a lot of people watching this, you know, they're, they're making the regular money in wholesaling real estate and they want to start making it legit. And, you know, what I consider making real money in wholesaling is making enough money where you can go like full time. You know, you have to be part time. You don't have to work the job you don't like. You can actually go out there and start being a full time real estate wholesaler and start actually investing in real estate and everything like that. So uh, pretty exciting. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm sorry. I, I think I got the uh, the Thanksgiving thing on my mind. <laughs> I got turkey on my mind okay. and pumpkin pie. So um, yeah, I, it's to me, I've been doing this 19 years. I got to tell you, my biggest fear when I started is I was going to run out of deals. Yeah. And you've seen this since the time you worked with me. There's never a shortage of deal. The, the big difference maker, if you're going to do this full time and have a consistent, consistent cash flow is the word. You just have to be consistent. Yes. You just have to, it, even when you're not making money or you're having a bad month, you have to consistently do what you, when you were making money. And that's the problem is I find more wholesalers just constantly changing the next exciting thing. And they forgot what got them there. And I'm telling you, it's the same boring thing every day. Um, your activities towards marketing, um, lead generation, writing contracts, talking to sellers, working leads. Um, and there's good days and there's bad days. But if you skip days, you will have problems with it. So consistency yeah. is probably, honestly, it's the biggest thing I take from it. You have to be consistent. So how do you get consistent? You have to find the discipline within you. You've got to go through a regiment and you got to stick to it. it. That is literally what, it is just being consistent in this business is absolutely everything. You know, I just, what got me my start going out is consistency. And, you know, I just, I'm super excited about this today because I we are going to share the secrets how like how everyone watching this can make some real money in this business. So, are you jacked up? I'm jacked, dude. I'm jacked up. I know people's lives are going to be changed. Uh, today is our Thanksgiving special. Uh, so usually it's not you and me uh, on a Wednesday, but guys, it's Wednesday. It's Wednesday, my dude. It's like a Friday though. It's like a Friday, I guess. But I'm telling you guys, this is our Thanksgiving special. Unfortunately, I can't pedal a course to you guys for a discount today. I mean, what's 50% of zero dollars? You know, zero. Um, we have a Black Friday special at the end. We'll share with you. Why do they call it Black Friday? I don't know. It's, it's something they should call there. it Green Friday because they take everybody's uh, money. <laughs> Green Friday. But guys, uh, these gurus are doing everything. They're all giving their email, you know, the big discounts. But what I can tell you guys right now is we're just going to give our thanks to you. That's our Thanksgiving. Uh, we are going to thank everyone watching this today by doing an extra one-on-one -on -one coaching call today. We're going to go live. We're going to share all the secrets we got. Uh, this is our Thanksgiving, you know, 
discount is more free coaching from us one-on-one. So Maybe we do a BOGO. A BOGO? Yeah. You, you have to buy something to get a BOGO. That's true. There's no buying, guys. What it's if they free. buy a Guru's course? We'll throw in ours with it. How about they don't <laughs> buy a Guru's course? There you go. If you don't buy a Guru's course, I'll uh, we'll throw in ours. How about this? Since you can't buy my course, we can brag in the comments that we didn't buy a Guru's course. But guys, let's get it going. Let's get pumped up. Come on, guys. I jacked up for this. Let's do it. Let's go. So let's pump it up. So you and me pump the people up. Oh, yeah. But here's the problem. There's only one other man, I believe, that can – two people. You got Tony Robbins. You can pump anyone up, obviously. Oh, yeah, but yeah. you got this other man, the man, the mystery man in the robe. He can pump people up. I love it. And let's get it going. One day he's going to join watch us. Watch that gold microphone. Uh, watch it out. So, guys, if you're ready to get jacked up, let's go. Woo! Fuck out of bed, bitch. Go. Get up, get up, and then they got gold. Time to wake up, time to wake up, bitch. Get up. Get up, get up, get up. guys what do you think you have got to get jacked up for wholesaling i will tell you if you take that energy level in all your leads all your appointments everything it will it will change your life so i know that wholesaling has absolutely changed my life you've seen the impact it's had on my son's life zach and our goal is to bring that same impact to as Woo! many people as humanly possible and do it without dipping in your pocketbook let's go Come on, guys. Had to, uh, to set up the other camera for you. So when you're given some absolute nuggets, we can get the camera focused on you because okay. you're the star of the show here and uh, getting it going. So let's get it going, guys. Let's talk about So how to make some real money in wholesaling real estate. Uh, what to be worth you guys. We keep it 100 here and uh, we're ready. See, you see these people? They're like, trash talking me already. This? We're already getting trash talking. Hey, listen, you, you got rid of Cam Newton. Then you got him back. So uh, I don't understand your team. Like I, I, you should have kept him. Now he's, he said he was a big crybaby. He left. Uh, now he's back. Oh my gosh! I actually I really like uh, Miami's defense against Cam Newton. I'll I'll take my odds on that one. A running quarterback has destroyed the Dolphins every single time. Uh, did you see Lamar Jackson? He got True. destroyed, dude. If we can handle True. Lamar, we can easily. I have PTSD as a Cam kid from watching Vince Young. Okay, on the I'm confident so. we're gonna eat Cam Newton alive. Okay. He's at the end of his career. Uh, I don't. Know. He's he's looking pretty good. But all right, so let's break it down, guys. So how do we make some real money in wholesaling real estate? We kind of took it in the beginning where it's consistent action, but you know we can get all the hyped the the hype like buzzwords in real estate say action hustle, uh, but killing it, killing it. You know, but let's talk about the real actionable steps you need. Uh, to go out there and start doing well. So uh, let's break it down. So uh, first of all, of course, consistent action. But I think a reason why a lot of people aren't killing it in their business is marketing. So 
uh, what type of what type of marketing do you really need to start going full time in this business? Uh, well, the, the 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 first thing in marketing is to make yourself accountable. So if you're doing this on your own or uh, you got a partner, either yourself or your partner, somebody has to be designated to uh, as the the marketing person. So I, you call them marketing coordinator, specialist. I don't care. And then the idea is figure out what your budget is. I don't care what it is. If it's five hundred or fifty thousand dollars, break it down and then spread it out over a twelve month period. And then you'll know what you're spending per month. And then your job is to make sure you stay on focus. That's what you're doing. So it's if you just make yourself accountable for the marketing and stop doing it like when you feel like it, it will completely change how you operate this business. So, I don't care if it's direct mail, cold calling, SMS, it doesn't matter. You have to consistently do it. And what you can do is you can look at it monthly, you can look at it quarterly, biannually, and then you look at it yearly. And listen, you can change and pivot it if it's not working. We do it all the time. But the problem is when you do it, when you feel like it, it will kill you in this business. You have to force yourself to do it. So come up with a marketing plan. Get your budget, um, allocate it per month, and then look at it. And then really once a month, you, maybe just yourself, your partner, your spouse, whatever, look at it and see what's working. I just want you guys to understand some marketing budgets, you have to give it a quarter to work. Yeah. If you guys, anybody's doing direct mail or, or even like probates, do not look at it on a weekly and monthly basis. Just make sure you're taking the actions. But a lot of your fruits of your labor will come two or three quarters after it, especially in direct mail. It's slow. It takes people time. I can't tell you how many times we do mailers and we go, oh my God, we didn't get the leads we thought. And then three three to six months after, like the leads just pour in. Yeah. So it just, you have, but you have to have a plan. If you don't have a plan, you're dead. What's the, what's the uh, famous saying? If you, if you don't plan the failure, you fail the plan. Who said that? It's a famous know. quote. Oh, you don't whatever. plant if you don't plant, I don't know, whatever it is. Somebody yeah. put it in the quote box there type of deal. Right, but yeah, you got to have a plan. And if you don't have a plan, I promise you, you're having inconsistent results. So um, what better time? We're rolling into uh, December here shortly, a new year, 2022. And just take an Excel spreadsheet. Do not complicate it. You can do it on an old school notebook paper and just do 12 lines, 12 months. If you're spending a thousand a month, that's twelve thousand dollars. Split it up and look at it, no matter what your number is. And then the idea is, if you're going to mail two thousand pieces every month, make sure you're doing two thousand. If you're going to do ten thousand cold calls, make sure you're doing ten thousand, and make sure you're accounting for skip tracing, pulling your leads, everything else um, that goes into your marketing efforts. But once you have a plan, then you have to sit there and stare at it. And you're much more likely to like, okay, I got to do something. I, I, I committed, I'm going to do it. So when you write it down, you tend to really um, make it come true. That's so. it. Let me show you this real quick. Popped it up. Um, we got, if you fail to plan, you are planning to fail. Yeah. Ben Franklin. That's, that was, it was Ben Franklin. It's, it's an original quote, what, 240 plus years ago. You know, I'm telling you guys, uh, listen, listen for me. I'm, I'm not trying to like, I am sticking a little salt in the wound, but if you guys don't have a marketing plan, I promise you, you have inconsistent results. It, 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 I did it. 
I used to market when I felt like it. And uh, we don't always feel like marketing. It's just the truth. So have a plan and you'll start to pay attention to it a lot more because these weeks go by fast. The months go by fast. And guys, you have to look at marketing as an investment. If you don't, if you don't invest in your marketing, you're not going to generate income. And if your marketing's out there door knocking, stuff like that's fine. You still got to put time and energy in it. But I look at it whenever I spend marketing dollars, I know I'm about to make a ton of money. Oh, yeah. So um, here's tip number two. Stop looking at your marketing cost as an expense. Look at it as an investment. And then after the first year, you can calculate your ROI. So the reason why I love to do direct mail, I've been doing it a long time and I'm very good at it, is I know what my return on investment is. So I get five to eight times what I invest in my direct mail. That's not for everyone, but I'm just telling you, if you could get a five times return on any type of investment you could do, would you do it? That's why I love to invest in it because I know what I'm going to get because I've consistently done it every year. Now, not every month works like that, not every quarter, but I guarantee by the end of the year, I'm getting a five, five times plus return on my investment. That's it. So look at it like this. Uh, so first of all, let, let, let me, let me, let me bring it back to the beginning guys. If you're getting any value as a video, I'm going to give you a chance right now before we get into more stuff. Cause we're just going to be, you're going to give him the finger. No thumbs up. We're, okay. We're not going to get in this. Come on but guys. <laughs> speaking of thumbs up guys, hit that like button and subscribe. So please guys smash that like button and subscribe guys. Urgh. These gurus ain't going live today for a reason. I think maybe one or two of them will, but most of the gurus ain't going, they ain't doing their lives today because they can't, usually not a lot of people are on the day before Thanksgiving because, you know, they're going out there, they're traveling, everything like that. But we're doing it because I'm here to give it to the, like, I'm not here to sell anything. Consistency. It's not, it's consistency. You know, I'm consistently helping the people out. A lot of people are home uh, today, which I think a lot of value we can give to the people. And, uh, we're just here to give the value out. Like that's, that's it. And, uh, we kind of record this in a podcast format, get the podcast thing out for tomorrow morning for the people doing their turkey chats in the morning. So, uh, pretty exciting, but what I can tell you, smash that like button and subscribe. We do this, uh, just to help the people out. So are we okay. running in the morning? I'm running in the morning. Are you? you yeah, I'm running. I'm running with you. You run uh, too you're far. Not, you're going to do it. You're going to do it in the, uh, in the little Jimmy, the little gym thing. Yeah, I'm doing the little gym. Why don't you get on the street? We'll go old school. It depends how cold it is out there. That was pretty cold this morning. Yeah, it was like 70 degrees. Unless I was complaining in Florida. Right, it was like 50. Well, I can tell you guys right now if you legit want to make some real money in this, in this business, you need to start making a marketing plan. And I think one of the most important plans, which we talk about budgets, there's actually two budgets in wholesaling real estate you guys need to do. You need a time budget and a money budget. Mm -hmm. everyone thinks when I say budget, it's about, it's, it's literally about money. It's about time too. where you spend your time is almost as, ex, as important as how you spend your money. Um, and again, everyone knows time is a resource and time is the most valuable resource we have. So in your business, especially the people who are literally working full time it can get very, very, very tough. Uh, so guys schedule out your time of what you're going to do for your marketing and schedule out your money, what you're going to do in marketing. I think it's pretty important, guys. You can always start with no money and get it, scale it back up. But it's ultimately up to you to make that decision. We're not going to be able to tell you exact. It, I'm not going to tell you exactly how to do your thing unless you want to ask. Um, it's mostly up to you. And a lot of, here's the thing about marketing. 
you know, to, everyone asks like, Zach, Zach what, what marketing is best in my market? I can lead you to a direction of like maybe one to two sources and lists. The, the problem is I'll tell every single person here, if you want to get really good at marketing, see which marketing works, you have to test it. How did you know that direct mail worked in Port St. Lucie? There's no fairy that tells it. You have to test them all out, right? You have to test it. You can take some guideline rules, but the really cool thing about real estate, as Zillow proved to all of us, is it's highly localized. It, yeah. It's it's the home field advantage every time. There's, in my opinion, there's no way I could never go out and do um, 48 states. It, it I, I would get killed. I would be slow. It would be methodical. I'd lose my butt. So, knowing that you have to test like what works in my market. So many people like, what do you, you know, what works in your market? All we can do is give you general guidelines, but like um, cold calling might work better in your market as opposed to um, direct mail or uh, texting might work better than RVM if it's illegal in your state. And it's, it's just really weird. And we found this out in like virtual market. Every time we do a virtual market, we have to test. You have to test, test, test. Now yeah. here's the key to testing. You want to do it smartly because it's your money and none of us like to part with our money unless we know we're going to get a return. But there's this thing in wholesaling called risk and you have to take, sometimes you have to throw money out there and see if it's going to stick. And I, I'm going to guarantee you this right now. And a guru will never tell you this. You're going to fail sometimes. Like it's just the end. That's just yeah, how it you works. Will. Guaranteed. You're going to have struggles. No, no, no. And there's you're gonna... people that will, I mean, either you fail at your marketing or you've just failed the business, you know? If you have no failures in this business, going up to seven, six figures, you're doing it wrong. Yeah. And you're probably not doing it right, you know? Uh, but all businesses have failures. Like, it's it's not it's not exclusive to wholesaling. And so many times we're taught in society going through school, it's like we all want to take a test and get an A and get 100. Guys, that's not how you learn in life. You learn by actually failing. When you fail something, you learn a lesson. You don't walk away with disappointment. I used to look at failure. It used to just, it used to destroy me. Now I look at it, I'm like, well, that was interesting. And you have to, every time we do it, it's, you have to test the waters. So like, don't get upset when something doesn't work out, but you know, don't go out and do 10,000 mailers in a new market, test stuff out. Yeah. If you're doing cold calling in a new market, take 500 or a thousand and just give it a test in a zip code that you like and see what the temperature of the water is. That's like, that's it. So for marketing, if you want to make real money, it's about consistent marketing. Um, also, it comes down to your acquisition skills also. We have been preaching this forever. And acquisitions comes down to your ability to connect with the seller with empathy and rapport. That's it. Boil down acquisitions. If you have empathy and rapport, you're good to go. You can be really good rapport, but it could be fake. And if you don't have the real empathy, you're not going to do well. You, you know, it's that fake salesperson type thing. I mean, this brings us back to Zillow. Uh, I think everyone talked about the Zillow thing is like, oh, Zillow's trying to house flip. Zillow did not house flip at all. They are glorified realtors at that point. I, I, I that's what they, they might do some flipping, but that they're not flipping you. Yeah, but they're charging you twelve percent. Yeah, and no. then there's listing on the market for four percent. And they try to make an arbitrage. Let me ask you, if somebody threw $30 million at you tomorrow and said you got 90 days to move it or I'm taking the money somewhere else, guess what they're going to do? They're going to move $30 million yeah. and they're going to pay retail because it's hard enough to move $30 million on single family. Commercial, a whole different ballgame. But on single family homes, 
at what? $150,000, $200,000 average prop. You know how many houses you have to do for that? I know. And are you really going to get deals on them? That's why they overpaid for everything. Oh, oh that, well, they paid 12%. So if I go to a wholesaling deal, still lost like, money. Hey, you know, I'll buy this property. Let me charge you 12% on your retail. You're still going to, it's still impossible. You no, know, I know. Like if I charge someone 12, wait, you're, they're buying it. Okay. Let's skip Zillow. You get me going on it. No, they're buying it 88%. Like, I mean, we'd be buying the companies like this will constantly come and go and they'll, they'll test, um, kind of the, the investing waters. It's the same time. Every time they try to scale it, it blows up and they always do it when the market's going up, up, up. And then they go, wow. You know, but if they you think about it, if they can't buy them in an upgoing market, and they're still losing money. Can you imagine if you had a flat market or a, a declining market? It would be a bloodbath. It's crazy. So uh, the acquisitions, guys, uh, it boils down to rapport and empathy. I can teach you rapport. You know, experience comes with rapport, obviously. Some people are just naturally good at talking. But I have found from my experience, if you're really good at just yapping and yapping and talking and talking and with people, sometimes it's hard for you to get to the point versus someone who is more analytical the way they look and speak and they just ask the right questions. Another part about rapport that's really important is it's about rapport is not about connecting. You know, I, some people think that building rapport with the seller is all about, you know, you, your kid goes to this high school. My kid goes to this high school. Oh, that's a great connection. It, it's not, it's not about that. You know, it's not, Oh my, you're my favorite, where you have the same favorite sports team. You know, it's that's surface level that stuff. Helps. It, it, it helps, <laughs> but it's not the, you know, at the end of the day, the best way to build rapport is by just asking questions. It's not by saying, oh, we, we have this in common. You just have to ask questions and it will all come out. Like it, that is a great way to do it. And asking questions and actively listening. Remember guys, in a conversation, you want to be speaking 20% of the time, have the seller be speak, speaking 80%. Everyone asks, how do you do that? Asking questions, right? 20, 20 80 quality quest questions. And don't forget, have a conversation with them, you know, get off this script thing. Um, think about when you have a conversation with friends or family, you have a conversation, you genuinely care and you ask quality questions. And guys, I, I, I can't stress this enough. Somebody in this guru business has, has told you all that you need to go out and instantly get an acquisitions manager. I'm telling you, it's the last person you hire in the your last, company Yeah, last one. because your ability to speak with a motivated seller is the single highest paying skill set you can have in your company. So why would you outsource that, especially to a VA? If you want to run like a big operation and like, please don't outsource it until you've absolutely nailed it yourself or you're so buried in leads, you don't have a choice. And you have to understand it. If you have the ability to outsource everything else, and then you do the appointments either on the phone or in person, I guarantee you it will increase your bottom line number like through the roof. But this dream of an acquisition manager, like we've all been through it. I've been around long enough, but I'm gonna tell you, here's the reality is acquisition managers are the highest turnover position in your company. Nobody ever wants to share that. It's just the truth. Everybody goes through, I've been through them like water too. I've had challenges with them. It, it's real you know, it's not easy. I'm just going to let you know this up front. They control your business to a point, meaning if they're not effective, there's no revenue coming through the door. And most of your acquisitions, people are like virtual. So I'm just telling you is get your business dialed in, get your marketing going, 
yeah, get a bunch of deals going, but everyone keeps asking about how, oh, how do I hire an acquisitions manager? I'm like, honestly, until you've done probably like 20 plus deals, I wouldn't even consider it. No, like I just also, we're also forgetting this. I don't want to go on a rant here, but when, uh, when the average YouTube type person says that that's their last hire or mm -hmm. whatever, it's not, you know, I, I thought, never. I thought the process was you make like a hundred thousand dollars in wholesaling. And then you hire a media team and sell coaching. I, I thought that was the, I thought, well, that is the I thought that's the last hire supposed to be the media person yeah. because guys, these gurus, I'm telling you right now, they spend more money on their media team and then they're like coaching. Actually. Okay. Well, how do they pay for that? Well, here's the thing. They spend more, their acquisitions manager for coaching, like for coach, like calling and, um, closing students yeah. gets paid more than their actual wholesaling acquisitions manager. That's crazy. I promise you that right now. Okay. So I'm just saying when I say acquisitions manager, I'm not talking about the acquisition manager that calls all of you guys that has you on a podio system, treats you like a motivated seller and tries to close a $10,000 coaching program. I'm talking about the ones that close $50,000 deals for us. Just trying to make that distinction for you guys. I'm not talking about because coaches don't acquisitions managers. They, they think about selling, flipping students, not, you know, deals but we won't get in that again uh but what i can tell you though yeah acquisitions manager is the last thing you should do in your wholesaling business and then dispositions guys if you go to freewholesaling.com f-r-e-e -E wholesaling.com freewholesaling.com telling you right now uh go to cash buyers module we got you there's no excuse not to get so many like deals done today so pretty excited about that guys so uh, let's help the people let's give our thanks let's get some free one-on-one -on -one coaching calls guys and uh, let's talk about it, guys. This is also, Tony, we're here to help the people out and we're excited. So uh, let's get it going. So uh, first here, we got uh, Stoney. Stoney there. He'll, he'll hop back on. All right. Put him back in the queue. All right. He'll be in the queue. Gregory. You check the volume. Oh, shoot. You might have ran Stoney over there. No, no, no. Remember, I heard the, um, we heard uh, DJ was working. Khalil. All right, I think Gregory's back. Yo, hello. Hello. There Gentlemen. he is. What is up? You name it. <laughs> no, I'm calling, doing what you guys are saying. This excellent. I'm telling you guys, you you really do wipe the floor with those other guys out there. I mean, I'd like to say some names, but I, I probably shouldn't, but nah, anyway, I don't, don't worry about it. We're not, no, I'm not going to do that, but I'm just saying that, yeah, you guys really do wipe the floor. And I tell you, I've actually marketed more than I have with the other people I was involved with. I mean, wow. and, it, and I don't know what it is about. I like that song too. I do love that song. I play that song every time I get started and I start getting a little down when I'm calling, I'll play it again. There you go, man. <laughs> I, that's it it is man <laughs> but uh yeah gregory really appreciate you man so um let's get some info man what what market are you in what are you doing and uh tell me exactly about your wholesaling business and tell us about your turkey no okay I'm just... you have a deep I have, two, I, have two, I have two turkeys <laughs> I, I got the family myself. coming over <laughs> so okay um so do i oh well then i'll, I'll send you a turkey <laughs> oh my god dude <laughs> All right. Um, on the marketing part of it, on the I'm wholesaling and I'm I'm working the foreclosure area on the subject twos all in one. So I'll I'll flip those. What market? The subject twos um, in El Paso, Texas, the foreclosure market. Okay. 
and I'm using those and I flip those because I'm more familiar with those and I'm really, I'm comfortable with those because I used to do that a lot before. Um, I, I come back from the day and I fell off the market for a while. Uh, I didn't, uh, 2010 is the last time I did anything. And then um, until uh, this year, was it this year? Yeah, this year. But I used to, I was back in the day when Dave Daldado started the subject twos. I was baked with, I was back there with Carlton Sheets when the wholesale thing was going on with go. him. So Carlton Sheets uh, from my area. Love Carlton Sheets. And uh, Dave Daldado was a, was a good one, especially on the FHAs back then. You just paid 25 bucks and, you, and they gave you the loan in your name <laughs> when you took it over. Yeah, it was but a different then, world. Yeah, this was a different world now. Anyways, um, marketing, calling, I, I, I really get calling is important, and I do go to the doors. I do go to the doors. And a lot of people are actually shocked that I, I go, I'm at the door because they said, you're not afraid? I said, no, because <laughs> of the COVID. Yeah. But the response has been nice. Um, I have two, since I started, when I start with you guys, I'm going to say maybe at the most 60 days ago, maybe, Maybe very lit, very little over, but in those last sixty uh, days, I I have two under contract, um, and uh, I get the documents for that for are for sale like two weeks before the sale date, and I know how to do the TROs, the uh, temporary restraining orders against the lender, so that gives me more time. So it's pretty interesting on uh, what you guys. I, I don't know what it is. It's just something about what, however you deliver it. All I can say is your delivery. I get you're sincere. And I know, you know, it's like, I really get if you were here, you would still be saying the same thing to me if you were, if it was a one-on-one -on -one deal. And that's how I take it. Authenticity, Appreciate it. right? We're doing a one-on-one -on -one right now, man. <laughs> I, well, I know, that's what I'm saying. But I'm talking, even when, when it's like, because I, I listened to a lot of your stuff and then I, had, I tried your uh, um, SMS and uh, I, had, I was a little frustrated with that because I'm not really too tech savvy. I finally figured it out because I went back and listened and listened. And finally, I realized I needed 10 templates before it was going to save. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> I got That's that good down. to do the, the door knocking. So anybody out there listening, if you do any type of pre-foreclosure or foreclosure, dude, the fastest way to connect with these people is knock on their door. It's not up to everyone's speed. I started out actually doing that. I would get foreclosure leads and door knock. and. Uh, yeah, I learned that one from Dave Delgado back yeah, then. Yeah. That was because yeah, that was the old. They didn't have all the stuff we have now. It works. So, uh, you know. You don't really but, hear about it much anymore because it just, it's not fun. Those dang ring doorbells. Yeah, yeah those ring doorbells are <laughs> terrible, you know. Like deal killers. I've got, I've never really been hit by those because I kind of stopped door knocking when they got popular, but uh, it sucks. But I'm telling you, I did a lot of research when I did my top 25 virtual uh, wholesaling markets and El Paso kept hopping up for like a lot of cash sales. I'm like, I don't know many people like wholesaling in El Paso. Like it's, I know San Antonio, Houston. I know all my contacts, DFW, yep. like not many people in El Paso. It's got a big population. It's got a big population. So it reminds uh, me, I got to show you something. Keep talking. Yeah. But like, it, it's kind of crazy, you know? So El Paso is great. And it's got a big population. So I, I see it as a really big opportunity too. So uh, you're just doing foreclosures? Exactly. Uh, that's all I'm doing right now. You know what's so funny? I'm afraid. I'll be straight with you. I'm really afraid to wholesale a normal person. Wow. I mean, I'm, 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 I'm being dead serious. It's like the fear. I mean, I was like, no, I don't know. All of a sudden I get all this nonsense in my noise in my head. 
But yet, you tell me, hey, the, the house is in foreclosure. I can knock on the door. I can talk to them all day. Because I know what it's like to be. I had that happen to me way back at, in the early 90s. So what's your, big, what's your big up hang up on like wholesaling? So somebody with a... Well, say, I, flip, say, I flip the foreclosures. I wholesale those. But okay. I don't wholesale a regular, you know, okay, they're selling the house for this much and whatever it is. Because I I don't... I guess I'm not good at figuring out, you know, what the price would be, what the fair price would be, it, or it's haggling with it. Dude, it's it's not much different. Yeah. How do you find the fair price of a foreclosed property or a house in foreclosure? Um, I'll do. I run. I run my comps. I have access to the MLS. Um, I'll I'll get the. Uh, then I use a uh, prop stream to go okay. ahead and get the other information that I need, and then um, I'll get the comps from the MLS. I'll compare the comps to. Um, the uh, prop stream and then and I usually get my average from there and then um, then I have all the information on the on the house how much they owe uh, what kind of roughly what the situation is so when I go I know when I talk to them I have everything I get I tell them okay I understand you had you know here's when you loan here's roughly I noticed it went bad here and they go like yeah that's right you know and I noticed your house had a fire that's another one had a fire yeah. and I noticed you got the insurance money, but nothing ever happened. So I know a lot about the data about their life before I get there. So and when I, I talk to them, it's like instant, like, like I, they say, wow, you really know everything about the house more than we do. Gregory. <laughs> yes. I think we're coming to the same. Conclusion. Yeah. Gregory, if you got the guts to go up and knock on someone's door and pre foreclosure, the other side of wholesaling is a piece of cake. I, I'm just going to be honest with you. It's a piece. That's you're, fine. Missing, you're missing a huge, like the amount of deals yeah. we do, we do foreclosures. Most of them just kind of fall in our lap and we take them as they come. But a big part of our business comes from the other side of just pure wholesaling, you know, yeah. free and clear, high equity. You know, people just want to get rid of it in the family. And the key is you just look for motivated sellers. Like the, everybody you talk in the foreclosure is a potential of doing a deal because they don't have much left in the property. And I think that's what makes you confident. No, and there's a motivating factor on the list. Yeah. On the other side of it, you just got to find people on your list um, through PropStream that are going to have some sort of motivation level. And once you get that list, listen, I'm going to tell you, every call we get in, there's a lot of crap deals. A lot of crap <laughs> comes up. We just pick and choose the ones we want to work with. And the other ones, we just wait them out. I tell you, we have, we've had recent ones, people six months, nine months. I knew they're never going to get a deal. The house is run down. Like I, I know I wait six months, just like how many for, how often do you wait for a foreclosure? You just got to wait people out. I think you should open up that Avenue because you already have the skill sets. You have all the software, you have all the tools. I'm just telling you, you're going to have to test it out a little bit. It's not bad. I'm just telling you, you're going to hit some home runs and you're going to blow your mind away with what happens. I'm telling you this for a fact. Also, I, I don't want to be mean or anything, Gregor, but you said, Hey, another reason I don't know is because I can't really comp them too right. And I'm like, Hey, how do you comp? He's like, well, I pull the comps. I have prop stream. I do all this. Just do the same thing for a regular house. It's actually easier to do it out of foreclosed property. It ain't 2010 either. Yeah, the tools today like, are ridiculous. The way you're comping, just do it the same exact way. Like there's literally no difference. We used to have to use realtors. Now, like I, I me, only call a realtor for a cash buyer. Let me tell you this. Florida's got a lot of foreclosures and data is actually pretty open in Florida. You, you can find foreclosures and bro, you're in Texas, dude. Uh, it's a non-disclosure state. Non-disclosure. So if you can find comps like pretty well and you have MLS data, it's kind of your duty to be like, you have a big advantage over other people in your market and you're in a great market. Also, 
if we had only do foreclosures in our market and I did nothing else, we wouldn't be seven figure wholesales. We'd be six figure wholesales. Okay. Yeah, I mean, like it it's like be. a tenth. Okay. Think of if you can 10 X your income. You said you got two contracts. What do you got? You could have got probably 20 if you broaden your marketing. Tanya Gregor, you like you All should right. start now and look at 2022. It'll blow your mind because I actually think a little bit the reverse way you do, but it's all in freewholesaling.com. Just go through. I, I give you means that give you a blueprint from start to finish. I yeah, I've been following your stuff. Yeah. So you're going to have all to right. test a little bit of it out, but I tell you what, man, Texas. All is right. The next awesome 30 day, I'm going to jump in full suit. Suited yeah, and so it works out. I'm telling you like, and you can keep door knocking other things you do. You know why you're door knocking. It's a great, play an amazing off. You're going to be a prop stream. Save a free drawing for dollars app. Drive for dollars when you're in between the, um, the driving for the door knocking. Like, bro, you're going around foreclosed properties. What you don't know is this is something I, we both had to figure out. I had to figure this out after like my 10th deal. I would go do a deal, okay, on street, first street, okay? And then I'd do a deal on fourth street. And then, I'd do, and then I'll do a deal on sixth street. And then another deal on second street. And then on first street again. I realized these deals, if I just drove around the general like streets, there's probably three potential deals every single deal I do to go after. So every deal you have, if you just drive around that, uh, it's like the uh, law of attraction. Yeah. You know? Like where a motivated <laughs> seller is, it's probably more motivated. No, seller you know, it's so here. funny that you say that because I, I bet you a dollar to a donut. I just have blinders on when I leave. And I bet you you're right. There's probably like a I couple did, of deals right in my own back actually, pocket. You're going to be shocked how easy it is. You're just going to. Well, we have one deal that we did. Um, we had another deal where I work on that now. It would be like a $50,000, $60,000 deal. We just closed on another deal. Um, it was like, it was like seven streets. Like it was like, just we just did two deals yeah. in like very closely together within a month, and they were right by each other. And we didn't, I didn't like we, our acquisition person didn't even see that. But like I'm telling you right now, it's amazing. Okay, got like, it. Law of attraction, dude. It's you weird. just, yeah, you just. I don't know how to explain keep that. doing what you're doing and just add that on. I'm, I'm just telling you, like yeah, you don't I'll, have to I'll, I'll add it on as an adjunct. Types. You just got to find a marketing medium that fits your, you know, your plan. So if you either SMS, cold calling, even direct mail, like just figure it out. I mean, you did it back in 2000. Foreclosures are great and that they're awesome on like the subject twos, but. I do plenty of subject twos on drove for dollars. regular ones too. I'm talking, I, Gregor, I truly believe if you drove for dollars around those foreclosure deals and you cold call those and you door knocked, you should be filled up. Like you should be fine. I totally agree. Texas, like for I, trying for dollars, yeah. like the top people I know in Dallas drive for dollars. The top people in Houston drive for dollars. And those are saturated, more saturated markets. El Paso. Try for dollars. I promise you, man, there's plenty of deals going. Dude, go go turn on the pump up video and do it. Like, I'd be excited if I were you, man. Like, that's awesome. I'm telling you, you're doing the hard part and you're le letting the easy stuff sit out there. I'm, I guarantee you. Yeah, I I, all right. I'll, I'll take that. Take on that challenge for the next 30 days. I'm going to move like I've never like I've never had a bad idea about. Just add, don't, no, so no. don't stop what you're doing. Just add to it. No. Yeah. Uh, okay. The challenge. I'll give you a challenge. Okay. What's that? Every time you go out, so when you go out door knock uh, 
pre-foreclosures or foreclosures, how many doors do you door knock? On the foreclosures? Yes. I actually uh, plan out a little chart that I go, uh, a, a driving chart, and then okay. I go to each door. So maybe I'll do t uh, 10 on a day. Uh, I'll do uh, I'll do uh, the 10 Saturday. And then uh, today I only did four because people are gone. And then uh, Friday I'm going back out and I have my thing already scheduled for eight of them. And then Saturday I have another eight. Okay. So I'm just trying to, okay. I want you, you can, when, once you leave the house, you can do your door knocking. You can't leave, you can't come back home until you get at least 10 to 20 drying for large leads. Every time you leave, you have to come back with at least 20. Okay. All right. My it's next silly, my silly question, which you probably do have a video for it, is Say it again. I said, I know you probably have a video for this one. When I drive for dollars, what do I look for? There's there's an entire it's video on freehold. It's ugly houses, man. You, you okay. know, we can go to I mean you're I'll go Paso. back and look. I'll go, go back watch and look. the video. It's like 10, well, 12 minutes. Okay. I'll give it to him. He's in El Paso. So the tall grass isn't going to be like a for tall stones. I don't know. Tall, yeah. Okay. So I got it. Okay. It so you want me to find stuff the tall grass and everything else? What happens? With, okay, that's fine. Perfect. I'm good. I'll do it. Yeah, you got it, dude. I stress property. I'm like, excited for you. If someone's not taking care of a house, you can tell. Yeah. Literally, look for an ugly looking house that is not being taken care of. There, it's pretty easy to spot. Um, I already know where three are at already. <laughs> Have a goal of a hundred a month for drawing for dollars leads, and okay. uh, and do it, man. You and if, if those houses, answer? Gregory, if those houses are vacant, just leave like a like an envelope uh, with like a note, and just you know tape it on the door or whatever. You'd be surprised. Reverse Someone will always pick it dollars. up. Is okay. There right there. Grab that. Gregory, do you have any sticky notes? I sure do. I oh, I copied that one. I did, do, I, do, I did, I did, yeah, I did it when I went to a foreclosure house. I left the sticky, and then they actually called me. There you what go. Do you, what do you, what's the ad copy you put? I just said, call me. I was here to, uh, to see about if you need the money still. <laughs> okay, that's good. When that's really good. When you go to the drawing for dollars and you see a really good lead, also, you don't. If you don't like cold calling, all you can do the same thing. Like if you hate cold calling, literally write, "Hey, this is Gregory. Please give me a call back. I had an important question about this house." Or something like that. Oh, I can do that. Number? Absolutely. Absolutely. I can't legally tell you to put it in the mailbox because. No, I know. I got it. The mailbox oh, has, has its own little it, territory. <laughs> yeah, but you can put it down there with like a stone or something um, by the front door. It'll be seen. Uh, but I'm yeah. telling you, that's reverse drawing for dollars too. Just think. Honestly, I don't really preach to do everyone, but sometimes you drive by a house. Like I drive by a house sometimes. The grass is literally like to my nose. And it, the, the house is like crumbling. I'm like, I have, I, sometimes I like, I have to like that. And Gregory, that. uh, a lot of times you go up to it, they're vacant. The, the neighbors will come up to you instantly and just use that as a, uh, boy, they, they just, they throw up at the mouth about information. Do you know Janet? Oh my God. Do you know why Janet doesn't take care of the house anymore? It's like, and just go, Hey, are you looking to buy it? Listen, I'm just trying to get all, you have Janet's phone number. And that's just naturally ask when they come up to you. Don't get like, yeah. How dare you approach me? The neighbors, man, they, every time I go to an abandoned vacant house to this day, even out walking and running, like the minute I walk up the door, people just gravitate towards you from the left and right. It's amazing. But yeah. All right. But great. Awesome. You got the tools, man. You got it, All man. Right. All right. Well, thanks okay. for your time. I really appreciate it. I won't turkeys, let it go to Bain. How are you cooking Thank those you. turkeys in the oven or are you deep frying them? We're going to deep fry one and one in the oven. Yeah.
That stuff's dangerous, man. I the first time doing it. So uh, I, I, I got awesome. in trouble here, man. All right. <laughs> Good luck, All right, man. Thank Let's you both, gentlemen, out. and thank you again for what you do and for what you provide. And I get it. You guys are really um, – your authenticity and sincerity – not even sincerity. You're just real, and you really want to make sure whoever's willing to take the information. Because you say it's free, but it's really not because we got to put our time in, and that's exactly. the time it costs. And your yeah. time that you deliver to us is very valuable, and a, I, that's how I see it. And the thing is, I get this. It's way more than I could ever pay for. I truly appreciate it. I'm, we appreciate it. Thank for you. you guys. Uh, this is a bonus one we're doing today. So pretty excited. Oh. But Gregory, thank you so much. I appreciate it. Any other questions, let me know. You're invited to hop on here as many times as you want during the week. Oh, you so, bet uh, you. I'm going to keep learning. And I, I won't be late on my payment for next month. <laughs> oh, <great. laughs> appreciate it, man. Okay. Have a good one. All right. Have a good one. Thanks. I love it, man. He's killing it. That's great. It's easy. I don't that one. I that's a good one. So yeah, okay. I'll pass those. It take him in order because that's he's been. Waiting. I'm I'm doing it. I got these people. Khalil, are you back? Dino's on deck. Yeah, Dino's on deck here. I like Dino with the video, man. He's been eating. Oh, oh, what, yeah, what, yeah. Are you, what are you eating, man? What do you got? Paleo puffs. Woo! Paleo yeah, puffs. Healthy. I don't like it. <laughs> oh, don't worry. I'll make up for it tomorrow. Perfect. <laughs> How are you, man? Doing good, doing good. I wanted to thank you for um, the podio video, man. It was like, it was only 48 minutes, but for me to do all that, it took me an hour or two, even though I do tech for a living. I do IT. And man, that saved me so much time because I've used Pipedrive before, but actually I'm a podio convert now. Yeah, definitely like podio. Like I can get deep into systems and like, I love advanced stuff, but like sometimes you just, it's easier to be simple with stuff. Yep. And that's why I like it. The reason I made the Podio video is because I, I tried to make Podio, like customize it for us. Mm -hmm. It took me like five, six, seven, eight hours to do. Yeah. And I'm like, there's no video on YouTube. I'm sick. Like, this is terrible. Yeah. I'm like, you know what? Screw it. I'm going to sit down and I'm actually going to like break, like let's break it down. I like, it took me a while to kind of write it down there. But I did it really fast, but pause it, do it. I really appreciate it, man. And our podium actually you. changed a lot from that yeah. time. Mm -hmm. uh, we got, we're going to work on a big video again, uh, probably a lot longer um, and going more deep into it. But um, yeah, man, I, I that's, that's why we like podio because <clears throat> uh, especially if you're new, you got to kind of understand it. Like any, any type of tech software, I don't need to tell you if you don't understand how it functions, so if you get one done for you and all the bells and whistles aren't it, it's like it's clueless. Right. And so like what's most important to you? The most important thing to us is the data is put in there. We can search it and you can create a follow-up. Like if right. I told Susie I'm calling her in three weeks, it's got to pop up. Also, we do a lot of JV deals. Yeah. So I meet someone on Facebook. They're like, yeah, I, I'm in uh, Knoxville. I got all these deals. You need buyers. Yeah. I'm like, hey, here's the link. I don't want to talk to you. <laughs> talk with it. You know? I mean, I can code WordPress and stuff like that, but still to be able to have that go into your CRM, that was yeah. priceless. Like, oh my God, that's awesome. That was it, awesome. It, it makes it so much easier. Yeah, and you can add layers on it as you feel comfortable and like, okay, it'd be nice to do this and that. That's, I don't know, simplicity. We, listen, I tried every CRM. I mean, we were paying thousands and thousands of dollars and we spent more time training on the CRM than we actually did on leads. Oh, and we just scrapped it. We started all over. And we that's how trouble. we did it. We get um you got friends that literally own some of the biggest CRMs in wholesaling. It, it's a, and they're like, Rick, 
can you just like, can, can, why don't you use it? We'll give it to you for free. Yeah. It's like $2,000 a year of free CRMs. We just want you to try it to use your business to get feedback. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I'm sorry. Like, I, I can't pedal. I, I, I don't pedal <laughs> you know? stuff. I don't use in my business. It's just, I, I'm, I won't be authentic. And it's like when people in my company are like, oh, I can't figure out my follow-ups. It's so long. I'm like, Oh man. And that's when me and Zach sat down and then Zach's like, we're just going to rip the whole thing apart yeah. and just start it over. And honestly, then you can make little changes as you go. They add it up over time, but uh, technology is constantly changing. Uh, you're talking about a guy who did everything off of a notepad and I had a file. And if I told someone I'd call him in, on like the 30th, I'd move it to the 30th. Mm-hmm. So I appreciate everything to CRMs, but I've had the biggest, baddest ones. And, uh, I, you, I'm talking about hundreds of hours of training. I think I hit that. So, um, but it's, you got to spend time on like the activities that like make you money. Cause you can always get a bigger battery CRM. Like every day I see another CRM popping up and just like, man, we even thought about developing our own. I'm like, Podios is it's, yeah, it's perfect because you can make it simple as you want. So, well, I've got, um, a, I've got a question for you guys. I um, have kind of, I don't know, I guess I got into real estate in kind of a different way. I uh, okay. initially did land. Some of my family uh, had some land and I backed into that and I, I've um, sold some rural land out West to like a church and I've got uh, a land deal um, in Florida. Um, was it Port Charlotte area? I'm doing a deal. And then I got into mobile homes where I've been like uh, rehabbing mobile homes and selling those with owner financing but then one of the, my partners said, hey, you really should start wholesaling mobile homes or manufactured homes. I said, I like what I'm doing now. But I discovered you guys, you just came up on a YouTube search. I thought, ah, oh, these guys, they must have some back end sale or something. This can't be free. And wow. I mean, it, <laughs> I mean, I was like blown away the content you guys are giving away for free. But do you guys do anything with manufactured or mobile homes at all? Well, I'll break it down. If you go to freewholesaling.com, we have mm-hmm. a couple subject to creative financing deals. Though we we do a ton, especially on the creative finance. I think you can talk about it. Yeah. So I I love mobile homes. I'll be honest with you. For the longest time, I avoided them like the plague. They'd come up on our list. I'm like, oh yep. dang, another mobile home is like, yep. and they were everywhere in Florida, and we avoided them. And I got to be honest with you. Um, Till recently, really in the last uh, couple years, our return on mobile homes is it's beyond outrageous. That's I mean, it's that's, that's it's why. So let, let me give you an example, okay? We recently bought one for around twenty k. Mm-hmm. Um, we put about three thousand into it, and we mm-hmm. rent it for a thousand dollars a month. Are you doing yourself or Airbnb in it? Because I got a friend who Airbnbs. So, you know, most of the mobile homes we buy are not like, they're not, they're not what I call uh, Airbnb quality, if you know what Uh, I mean. Straight rental. Okay. So it's, um, I got to be honest, the returns are insane. Within two years, all our principal, all our investments completely paid (laughs) back. And then it pays you for the rest of your life. I can't find a better investment in real estate than that. And for yeah, the most totally. part, we set it up where the tenants are pretty much self-sufficient. They know what they're mm-hmm. kind of getting into. Before, mobile homes used to rent for three to $400 a month. Mm-hmm. and But now it's exploded. So here's one of the tricks I found out. Once we were going to check on a rehab, me and Zach, 
and we got backed up at a traffic light and I noticed about 80 Amazon uh, prime trucks going by us. Oh yeah. I remember that. Remember that? I go, dude, like there's something going on. We found out they opened up a big distribution center in like a very, what I call a kind of rural area. Mm -hmm. And we noticed there was um, three mobile parks, mobile home parks scattered around there. Mm -hmm. And that's when it was just easy picking through. We, we just went and contracted them all and we would flip the really bad ones and keep like the bread and butter ones. And mm -hmm. it just blew up. Now, when you talk about manufactured homes, just to kind of give everyone a little bit of lesson, because I was clueless, there is a distinct difference between a manufactured home and a mobile home. And a park model and an RV. So <laughs> let me give you an example. That's the best way I can kind of teach it is um, we did a video of January of 2021. And let me try to bring it up just so you can see it. Um, we got a ton of videos on our YouTube. So um, if you can see here, this is in St. Lucie County here in Florida. Um, so as you can see here, let me pop it up. We basically, this is like a manufactured house or would be a mobile home or manufactured. That's technically a mobile home. So we had a $500 down payment. Yeah. Oh, go ahead. Talk. About yeah. It. yeah. I mean, we took it over for 500 bucks. So I mean, look at this like thing. that was, that was another one we, like we did. So it's, we just get a lot of people. They just don't want them anymore. And they look at them. Um, they look at mobile homes as disposable. So they depreciate it's kind of like a car. They're actually registered at the uh, Department of Motor Vehicles. But we look for ones that you can buy the land under it and then put a mobile yes. home on it. That's the gold right there. That's what I'm wanting to get into is that I'm in parks right now. I'm looking to do land. And that's why you guys with PropStream, yeah, that's what, because people realize this, the majority of mobile and manufactured homes aren't in parks. They're on land. Yeah. They're on land. Correct. So, so here's the, yeah, sorry. If you can find the, the, the sweet spot for us or the ones where they own the land under it, mm -hmm. because you don't get stuck in that land lease stuff. It'll like eat you alive unless you own the entire park, which is a different strategy. Mm -hmm. Um, you got to target the the mobile homes that they own the land because they're, they're like gold mines. And oh. we got them to around fifteen twenty. I would you'd be blown like they're close to the six figure like value wise. Plus, they cash flow and in eighteen months our entire mm -hmm. investments paid back. So really mitigates my risk. Who cares if the rent drops to eight hundred, seven hundred? I don't care. I go down to mm -hmm. three hundred. I can ride it out in any market. Well, mobile mm -hmm. homes the rents don't drop as much as single family houses. And people, yep. they tend to appreciate them a little bit more because it's basic living. And uh, I love them. Now, when you talk about manufactured home, it's a little tricky in Florida yeah. because we have manufactured homes like right amongst like regular, like full blown construction houses, like brand new. So manufactured home, as long as it's put together right. Um, and if you guys are like, well, what's a manufactured home? They just bolt them together in place. Um, they say it's more cost effective. It's really not because more people would do it if it was, mm -hmm. but we get the exact same price retail as a regular home on a manufactured home. I believe uh, it. The, the downside is on the inspection. If you ever want to know if you have a manufactured home, if you can crawl under it, <laughs> it's typically a in manufactured Florida, home in Florida. In Florida. In Florida. Okay. So <laughs> it's a manufactured home means we're all in. It's a regular house to us. Mobile home, a little bit different story. If they own the land, I want it. Cause I can always make it work on a cash flow number. I could care less what it comps out for. So if I can buy, buy a mobile home, even for 30 grand and it rents for a thousand or 1100 bucks, which is cheap in Florida now, 
you could collect those things all day long. For 10 years, Dino, I turned them all down. I turned down mobile homes for almost free and a couple thousand wow. dollars. That would get easily $1,200 today. But, yeah. you know, you live and learn. Um, yeah, it's, more you know. Failure, it's a lesson. And now we are super sharp on any of them that mm -hmm. pop up. Full disclosure to anyone listening here, um, I own 10 mobile home lots. I mean, there's nothing on them in Mineola, Texas. So if anyone wants to JV or anything, you know. And you, you do, uh, do you do RV uh, lots too or? I'm, I'm looking into it, right? Um, I've, I've had these lots for about eight or 10 years. I kind of forgot about them. I got busy doing some other things, yeah. but now with the tiny house movement, the park models and yeah. everything, there's other. more options. Yeah. So I want to, I'm thinking about maybe moving homes on them and renting out the dirt. Yeah. I don't know. It's uh, I've, there's, there's a big trend in Florida. I thought my buddy was crazy when he did it, mm -hmm. but man, people paying eight, $900 for, uh, for like a concrete pad yes, with, with some yes. utility hookups. I'm like, you get, you just pour concrete and do you have a hookup? Mm -hmm. He's like, yeah, it's really no. And the amount of RVs that come to Florida is, is huge, especially in the wintertime. That's why people are into storage units. Same thing. Storage units. Yeah, yeah, that's another one. But yeah, Dino, like the, the reason why I tell you the creative financing mobile homes are amazing. I just want to show you, like we put 500 bucks down on that, like mobile home. Mm -hmm. We're renting it out for like 1400 bucks and you find the right tenant in there. And in Florida, <laughs> that's it. Like, hey, and the prop, the property we said is 80k in equity. Mm -hmm. Um, the beginning of January, mm -hmm. you had 20% on that. Like, now it's closer to 100. Like, it's it's appreciated like crazy. Yeah, it's um, uh, nuts. We've even done the math. If a hurricane blew that thing over, we would still make a huge profit. I don't care. <laughs> so, it's I just roll another one on it, like, it, it, and then I'll just get more rent, exactly. and it's like. I was like, what are you doing in a hurricane? I'm like, whatever. Like, mm -hmm. it, it is what it is. Like, it's, right. you know, if you get a big enough hurricane, it's probably going to get destroyed. But like, honestly, 50, 60K, you can replace them, which is a very manageable number. 1,400 and it's crazy. But I again, with mobile homes, you got to understand the tenants. Their money's really made putting the right tenant in there. Yeah, You could have a tenant that is like in and out of jail. They mess up the house. They have four dogs. It's going to destroy it. I mean, we have a tenant, we have that $1,400 a month tenant, uh, 1400, um, they're a manager at like a restaurant, like very clean record and th they're great. You know, we have had, had no problem. So we just take a little extra time when we move. Yeah. Them you just gotta be extra careful on that, but you're good. if you can get three to five years out of tenant, you're gold. In my yeah, opinion, got, uh, three deals. Now, one of my tenants has his own moving company. Another one, he's a, um, he does construction himself. And I'm doing all mine RTO. I didn't want any tenants or toilets. So that my mobile home mentor, you know, back in the day, you know, your dad and I are probably close in age. I'm probably older, 56. I remember a guy named Lonnie 52. Scruggs. 52. Oh, wow. Even yeah. closer. I'll be 57 in January. But Lonnie Scruggs had this book called um, Tin Can Alley or something. And it was all about creating a note. And that's yeah. essentially what I've been doing. But I definitely want to get some land. That's the major thing. And learning from you guys in how to do the prop stream, how to find the cheap deals, the JV and getting the land. Because I already understand the mobile home, the rehab and moving it. That's what I want to do as well as I'm wholesaling. Like even though I'm in mobile homes, never wholesaled one. Never done one at all. Just it's never no different. It's, yeah. it's, it's really no, it's actually it goes so much faster the only snag I've ever had on them is like, you know, some of the DMV issues, like a lot of people don't register them and 
Mm-hmm. Um, but if it's on a piece of land that's deeded, it's much easier. Most people will overlook the titling of the mobile home because mm-hmm. the land's really the value. That's your biggest right. issue. So we, the, the problem before yeah. is the land used to only be worth two or $3,000. So nobody cared. Mm-hmm. Now it's a whole different ball game in Florida. Like the land is where the value is. The mobile home's just a, a secondary item on it. So mm-hmm. it's, if you can drop a mobile home for 50, 60,000, it's probably a lot more now. Mm-hmm. Those were the old numbers. Yeah. It's probably, uh, probably like a hundred. It depends. Yeah, on the and everything's gone up so much. My rehab costs are like, you know, way up. But they're they're kind of easy. They would be easy to finance, and then you know that asset should last you at least 15, 20 years. Mm-hmm. Um, we we had one mobile home. How old that thing was? It was I remember it was, that it was, one. It was, it was put in like nineteen seventy seven. Yeah, it was. Now it's rough. I wholesaled it because I didn't want to do it. Yeah, I it's, got, yeah. I got a 72 that I rehab. That's my oldest 72. Oh, wow. It's uh, so it's, I don't know what the, the shelf life is on the Florida, a little bit tough with the hurricanes, but uh, yeah, yeah. I, I love, I'm not even, I'm new to not new to mobile homes. I just, I did. I always skipped over them. I'm just like, and I should have been collecting them for years and years, but um, I love right. that market. That's the hardest part. We have a really good wholesaling deal on a mobile home. It's like, you do the math, you rent it out. It's like, why would we wholesale this? And now? the taxes are so yeah. much lower on it. So if oh, I take yeah. a typical house in Port St. Lucie to rent it, it's really hard to cash flow mm-hmm. if you pay more than uh, 150000 for it. On a mobile home, mm-hmm. the taxes are nothing. They're like $1,000. They're the, Yeah, they're really low. And for people that um, aren't are into rehabbing like I am, I won't touch a deal. All my deals, 300% ROI minimum. Yeah. Oh, yeah. For yeah, minimum. I like that number. That's cool, man. <laughs> Thanks. But awesome. anyway, that, that was about it. I was just wondering if you guys had done that and um, some tips and comments. But yeah, your your materials, it's just like courses that I've seen for 5000 6000 I mean, I can't believe you guys are – what you're doing is awesome. And I really want to thank you for what you're doing. Really great job. Of course. Well, we appreciate your time in it. And uh, as I said, we're trying to change the industry. It just, it, it needs a big shake up and a change. It's just, uh, we make enough money. Like what we do, like, we do I, fine. I, I, I don't got to flip good. students, okay. man. Like I, I just, everybody seems to get into this coaching thing. I'm just like, what market are you in? Me? Yeah. I'm, I'm based in Georgia and the top 25, I'm in one of your markets and we'll leave it at that. Uh, <laughs> all right. There's probably making. Which is pretty good one. <laughs> I am sorry. I gotta say it. There there's you only go. one, yeah. there's only, I can think of there's only one in Georgia that's kind yeah. of making. Central so Georgia is hot. You you nailed it. And that was good confirmation for me because it's like, wow, he's yeah. Yeah. Georgia. Of, like listen, you're you're good at your skill set. So like I, I'm getting like DMs text from people like stop telling them to come to my market. I'm like, God. we got everybody in Port St. Lucie. Well, so I'll it's tell you like this right now with Macon. I only found out making is people just kept sending me deals in them and I found mm-hmm. a bunch of cash buyers and I just here. The problem with making is you can buy houses like 50, 45, 50 K. Like or maybe we need to connect less, with Dino less, and help. Yeah. Them. It's crazy. Yeah. But like, here's the problem. They're like mobile homes to us. Yeah. So you can oh. actually get like built houses for 50, 60 K there. Yeah. All day, every day in that area. I, yeah. So that's the thing. That's insane. So like with us, it's like we get a mobile home for 80. We're like, Right. Yeah. So I'm just telling you, so you have to look at that play also. Um, obviously not a lot of people want to Airbnb and making, but um, that's really yeah, good. One guy's doing it. One guy. Yeah. There's, there's, there's definitely got big enough. 
Um, but yeah, that Warner Robins pretty good too. Um, yes. That area is good. So I won't, I won't leave you out in the dirt. Uh, in North Atlanta. So if you go Northeast kind of by that between Atlanta and Athens is another great market too. that little mm -hmm. suburban area too. But um, yeah, great market, man. But uh, bro, you could wholesale easily in that market and, and do well too. So just look at it all. We kind of blanket our marketing because we do so much. All of our mobile homes, because we do it by area. So if we do, you know, St. Lucie County, there'll be all the mobile homes and all the houses together. Yeah. So a little tip out there, guys: do not exclude mobile homes from yeah. your list. I, they no, are definitely you exclude no. if they don't own the land, or yeah. even RVs or park models too. Tiny homes. I, I've yeah. got a friend who is in the Macon area. He owns a park, and somehow he got the zoning where he can put in everything: tiny homes, park models, RVs, mobile and manufactured. I, I yeah. don't get the whole tiny home. Like I, I we're not going to get into too it. small to begin with. Okay. You throw the dog, the wife, um, the kids in here. It's like God, there's there's know. people that like them though. People that like them. Well, they like yeah. the the affordability. You're too tall. Yes. That's the issue. I too tall. I don't want to bang my head in. Like I don't need. I don't want to lift my bed to like uh, pull my desk out. I would that would aggravate me. But, but all right, man. Just uh, keep it going. What type of what type of marketing are you doing? Um, well, right now, <laughs> my best marketing has been signs. I mean, not bandit signs, but because I know the park owners, I kind of have like billboards. So I've got signs with my phone numbers on a major highway in Macon and I, I get it. my leads that way. I mean, I get tons of leads just from two little signs on a highway because I know the park owner. I also do Facebook well, um, but it's all only been two things signs, Facebook, word of mouth, because I know the workmen in the park. I know other people. So between word of mouth, probably a third, a third, and third between Facebook, when I'll have a home, I, I'll put up on Facebook marketplace. The other for my signs that I have on the road, because I know the park owner and they lets, lets me put my sign right next to his. And wow. then the other knowing people and relationships in the park, because I know the park handyman, I know the park manager, I know the oh, park yeah. owner, the park owner I know owns like four parks and I know other people. So I know people throughout the whole mobile home ecosystem, if you will. That's, that's networking at its finest. That's it. Um, what I can also tell you, bandit signs are working in that. Okay. I'm not going to break it down, but bandit signs are working in a market. Um, what I can tell you is hire a kid, you know, like, you're not going to, if you knew abandoned time to work and I was not in the picture, you would not be going out there on the highway at 4 a.m. dropping them off, right? No, that's what I convinced you, you to do early. Yes. <laughs> find, a kid, find a kid for two bucks a sign on areas that you know are very well. You know the popular hotspots. You know, I'm telling you, they're usually worth it. Sometimes mm -hmm. you can zip tied. I'm the bandit sign kid. Also, I, maybe if you're doing mobile homes outside the country, um, in the country, it's going to be different, but our best tenants, have always been from putting uh, four rent signs in um, the stop signs outside uh, yeah. the mobile home. Right. That's amazing. A um, but yeah, that's it. I, hey, Dino, you, know, you don't look 56, by the way. I get that all the time. I'm, I'll be 57 uh, January. Yeah, January. I uh, uh, eat mostly plant-based to try to walk, you know. There you go. Out, you know? Yeah. Don't smoke, don't drink. Skincare cream and all that fun. Coconut stuff. oil. I don't <laughs> do that. <laughs> Shows. But uh, yeah, man, appreciate it. Any other questions you got? 
Uh, no, that's about it. Um, if I have anything else, I'll just hop on one of these great calls. But keep right. up the good work, and thanks. I appreciate it. Okay. Appreciate it. Have a good Thanksgiving. Uh, also, care, last thing to tell you is, are you active on Facebook? Um, I am, but I'm not in your group. I mean, I've just been so busy. You know, like I'm finishing yeah. up a rehab deal, but I've just been busy doing the work. What I'm telling you is, if you have time, you mm -hmm. know, on not even in my group, just have time on Facebook. Find young wholesalers, very, mm -hmm. very new young wholesalers in your market uh, that are they're like newer. Most of these kids starting out, when they get a mobile home, they don't know what to do with it, even a creative financing. Be the guy, hey, if you don't have, if like, if you get a creative financing deal in, you know, whatever area, hand it to me, we'll JV on it. Facebook's a great tool to do. Yeah. Um, a lot of kids are like, hey, I'm a wholesaler in, you know, whatever, Texas, Beaumont, Texas. Let's say that you're doing mobile homes there. Mm -hmm. Just hit the, just copy and paste a, a message you already made. Like, hey, this is Dino. I'm looking to buy more homes. Love to JV with you. We're making like whatever a deal. Copy yeah. and paste on Facebook Messenger. I'm telling you, you'll, you'll get at least one or two deals a year doing that. That's a very good idea. Yeah, I, right. I know I got to spend more time on Facebook. I just haven't been with uh, all the things. I'm in some different verticals, other things non-real estate related to, but I need to hit Facebook harder. You're right. You're busy making money. Yeah, just <laughs> stay, off, stay off TikTok, Dino. Yeah, TikTok, no. But <laughs> you're, you're busy making money. That's a good problem yeah. to have. Yeah. You watch those dances. It's like really oh. addictive. All those dances. It, like, it oh. is really, it is. <laughs> My daughter tries to get me to do this, but yeah, man, I appreciate it. any of the questions. Just hit me up. I'm always here and uh, always here to help. I really appreciate it. All right. Thanks, thanks, guys. All right. Later. Bye-bye. Hey, we got to try some paleo puffs. Paleo puffs. They seem good. Uh, he's plant-based. Now I did that for uh, like a year and a half, but man, I, I gotta be honest. I was hungry and Always more power to Dino. He's good at that, man. But, uh, yeah, but he looks like a twenty-five-year-old uh, kid. So let's get it. So yeah. um, let's get it. So uh, next year we got uh, Nate. Nate, what is up? Hey, what's up, Zach? What's up, um, Rick? How you doing? We're blessed. Awesome. How you doing, Nate? I'm doing great. Um, I'm actually in the making market myself too. So I was just trying to, you know, what what marketing should I do? Should I do like driving for dollars? What should I do in this area? Uh, I, I could tell you, like, if you're in Macon, driving for dollars do really well. Government lists, fire damage properties, man. And like, like we kind of said in the beginning here, it's like the best marketing is what you try and test out. Yeah. Some things are tried and true. I would probably try to get in some cold calling. Um, it's really what you're most comfortable with. But I think trying for dollars is going to be really good. I mean, yeah, I was going to do all of them. I was going to actually cold call, drive for dollars. Um, all the counties even surrounding Macon, Bibb County. So that was like really what my plan was. You know, I just got out of high school, just quit my job. So I just saved up like about 10000 you know, and I'm trying to make my money stretch, you know. That's good, man. He's, Dude, uh, trying for dollars and calling, you should be good, man. I promise you. Be yeah, good. and then really, Nate – try to pick one in the beginning and, and and just go all in on it and master it and then just keep adding them don't try to do like five at once it, it's going to overwhelm you it's it's a lot of work yeah, so, I understand. Um, find the one you're going to be most passionate about and you know you can commit to and go all in on that one first and then you can start adding all the other ones to it i find people try to do so many things at once yeah. and if you're new to it it's it's just you it, there's a bit of a learning curve 
even with the free wholesaling.com uh, course, you still got to take the time and educate yourself. And you're going to have some trial and errors we talked about earlier. You're going to have to test some stuff out in your market to see what sticks. So yeah, do, do what like fits your personality. If you hate cold calling people and it's like your number one anxiety thing, don't start with that one. Nope. But okay. it's extremely efficient. So people have this love hate relationship with it. Like I'm not a cold caller. That's, you know, that's Zach's passion. Um, I was more of a, a direct mail guy and a door knocker. So um, find out what like fits you and that you can run with it. So you, you, you seem like an independent guy. I mean, you're fresh out of high school. You just left your job. So, I mean, what, what fits you, what, what skill set do you think you could match up on that type of marketing media? And that's, that's what you want to, that's what you want to run with right off the bat. Yeah. I mean, I feel like I could communicate with people, you know, and get to know them and stuff like that. But yeah, my plan, basically, I was going to uh, find, drive around and find a whole bunch of vacant houses and just cold call them. That's really what I, my plan really was. I, I, honestly, that's, that's your, that's your fastest path. Yeah. I think because I didn't really want to, I didn't really like want to pull a list necessarily because I don't, I want to like beat up my competitors basically. So that'd be an issue. Like cold calling vacancy ain't gonna be the first person to do that. No, yeah, I, I think drive for dollars would be better, man. I, I think he said that. Yeah, drive for dollars. Driving for dollars, man. It's 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 often overlooked. So uh, just build up that list and find the fastest way you can connect with them. Period. Okay, thank you. Um, can you also um, I I kind of don't understand like the sub two, creative find like how would I even initiate that to a seller? Like how would I even you know do that? I'll tell you off really quick before because you're gonna explain it. I'm 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 I'm, I, I'm keeping my mouth shut so I don't go on a rant here. No, no, not for a rant, but yeah. until you're starting to make like a hundred thousand dollars in wholesaling, I wouldn't even put it in my rear view. You need to be focused straight up on wholesaling and actually making the money, and then you get into other things. Um, okay. I, I that, that that's my personal. Opinion. So Nate, if if you go to freewholesaling.com, um, there we yeah. have a, a section on there subject too. When you do wholesaling, like sometimes the leads pick you, you don't pick them. Yeah, I mean, you, you, and when a deal comes up and it doesn't kind of fit, I always attack wholesaling first. Like I never go in with like creative financing first. Cause I can just switch my hat and go, Hey, you know, have you ever thought about maybe you know, doing it this way? So if you find someone that's not fitting in the wholesaling, but they definitely want to sell the house and maybe they have a lot of equity in it or they have a mortgage on it, um, go to that section free wholesaling.com. And all you have to do is listen when it comes up, you don't have to learn everything, but just don't turn it down and go, you know, let me give it some thought. And then that's when you like, you got to go all in and try to figure out, um, how to do the subject two, but subject two is really simple. I want you to understand it's, it's the ability to manipulate the cash flow. So if you took over someone's mortgage, they were paying $600 a month and you could rent it out potentially for 1200 means you could probably get a little bit more even on a uh, owner financing when you sell it and you're just capturing the cash flow in between. The what you buy it for and what you sell it for, honestly, is just a bonus. So if you could get take over someone's payment for six hundred, and maybe just put like a thousand dollars on the property, I'm not one of these guys who wants to give somebody uh, twenty thousand up front. That's that's suicide in my opinion. So the whole name of the game, and I learned the old school way, is 
if I gave a seller a thousand to three thousand dollars to take over their mortgage and it was going to cash flow, meaning if I'm paying six hundred dollar mortgage and I'm going to get twelve hundred a month, that should more than cover the expenses. And then if I'm selling it, I'm going to ask someone to put at least ten or fifteen thousand dollars down. And then the rest of it is, you know, there is a little bit of a process going through it, but I you understand the mechanics of it. Like you do you do not create uh, creative financing. Either it's there or it's not. Like wholesaling, you got to get them to agree to do that. And that's a bit of how you can communicate, which I'm confident you can do that. But subject twos, like when they come up on creative finance, either they just fall in our laps. Like we don't even like force them. I just know how to watch out for them, but I don't even run special lists or anything. Every now and then you just, you take it over, but it, you always make sure you cash flow on a creative financing deal. Um, there's people out there teaching you to put down $20,000, $30,000. If you're only going to get ten dollars or $15,000 down, you're, you are in a negative cash flow position and you are at massive risk. I don't care what any guru sells you. It's that simple. So in this case scenario, if you could get ten or 15000 up front, and cash flow on the mortgage, the goal is to obviously give the seller less than what you're, you're, uh, you're collecting. And that's it. It's just the name of the game. And what happens is you learn every time one comes, it'll work. So when I did my first uh, creative financing deals, I would identify the deal. I would just talk about the numbers and verify it. And then I went out and found somebody to either JV with me or teach me how to do the paperwork. And it was really that simple. Like I, I didn't like overly like work myself up with it. I find that people that take creative financing courses, they go and try to specifically hunt them. And I'm just telling you, you're better off doing wholesaling. And then when a subject to comes your way, you at least know what to look for. And then you can learn the whole thing instead of like taking this ginormous course, paying all these fees. And then you feel like you're forcing to try to do a deal. Make sure you're positive cash flow. That means whatever you pay the seller and whatever you take from your new buyer that you're walking away with a paycheck. I do not believe in doing creative financing where you go in the hole. Great. Okay. Thank you. And I also have one, just one additional question. Uh, I, ca I called the Bibb County courthouse and they were telling me that they don't have like a list of like probates that I would have to look up each name individually or something like that. Is that like a bunch of bull crap or? They're, they're just trying to frustrate you. Um, yeah. Think about this. I, I if they're a courthouse, like, you know, they have to have a master list. Otherwise they, they couldn't keep their stuff organized. Um, they're trying to just blow you off. So you're going to have to try to find a way to um, uh, just push through it. And you ask, can also do a FOIA to Freedom of Information Act request. Okay. I was, I was try, try to kill, try to kill them with kindness and... Um, just, you say, listen, you you know, you look at, you, you're just going to have to kill them with kindness. That's the number one complaint you're going to get on probates right now. So it's, she just, she or he wants you to go away. Yeah. Um, I was going to do like what Zach said. I was going to tell her like, you know, I go to the, cause there is a university like right up the street from the courthouse. I was going to say like, uh -huh. yeah, I'm in class and I'm, I need it for like a project or something like that. It, it's supposed to be public information. Yeah, just try to kill them with kindness. Try to come at them with every way. Um, but the key is if they know you're not going to go away and you're going to keep coming back, someone's eventually going to cave and show you how to do it. Okay. Thank keep you. I, I really appreciate you. <laughs> just, guys just be lot. nice. I wouldn't put the FOIA is your final whipping stick when yeah. like people won't do it. 
Um, and then if you do FOIA, it can take up to three months to get your request through yeah. just for full disclosure. Okay. I appreciate you. I appreciate you guys for, you know, giving me this information. Of course, okay, man. No worries. Have a good Thanksgiving, right. man. Thank you. All right. You too. Sweet. All right. So uh, let's see here. We got uh, Paul. Hey, guys. What's up? What's up, Paul? What's up? Doing good. Yeah, I just wanted to jump on here and see if you guys can help me uh, actually put together a uh, game plan to virtual wholesale. I'm uh, I'm in the Akron market, but I'm in the virtual in Columbus. Um, so I'm thinking maybe uh, starting off doing some texting, about a thousand a day. Paul, why aren't you doing Akron? Um, well, actually, I, I live in Akron, but I'm virtual in Columbus. Why don't you wholesale in Akron? Um, well, actually, Columbus, I can get bigger spreads. Uh, I mean, it's really tight. I usually get around 10K here in Akron, but in Columbus, I could get like about 20 to 30K spreads. Okay. Have you wholesaled in Akron before? Yes. Okay. And have you wholesaled in Columbus? Yes. And you figured out you make more money doing virtual in Columbus than actually in Akron? Yeah, yeah. I actually closed a 33k deal texting in Columbus uh, over the summer. Okay. Um, so um, I put together a plan. I'm kind consistently. Of... What's that? I'm talking about consistently. No, it's not consistent. Okay, you're gonna uh, have right to now... figure it out because I know a lot of people in Ohio that they avoid Columbus like the plague because it's very saturated. And yeah. consistent deals, it can get harder. And some of the places um, where they do less spreads, they can just push the volume like crazy. Um, and they do very well. It's ultimately up to you. But I can tell you, Columbus is way more saturated. I feel like you do. I think you can make more profits doing Akron than Columbus. What, what do you think? Now, I, I'm a type of guy who's, uh, I always say, do your local market. And then if you're confident with a virtual market and you want to add it on top and you can handle it, um, I just want you giving up money on the table because I, I feel like Columbus is getting more and more saturated every year. Yeah. Because I, 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 yeah, I don't um, think the, the average spread in Columbus isn't thirty k. It's great you did thirty three k, but that's not the average spread in Columbus. I just don't want you thinking you're going to be no, getting thirty no, k deals every single time. Let's yeah. Say, no. When, it's whenever, just, uh, yeah. Whenever you do it local, you. I mean, how far apart are those two towns? Well, he's doing virtual like two hours. Yeah. Okay. Two hours, yeah. Yeah. Listen, you got to be confident in the market you do. Like, all, all we're doing is kind of giving you advice. I'm not in Ohio, so I, I can't tell you. I can just, Zach gets a little bit more feedback than I do on it, but it's. Uh, I would just test both. Like, I just don't want you to throw Akron to the side. Like, I'd feel bad giving advice for Columbus. Like, if I knew you had a good market too, I would put. I would put half my effort into it and see which one's consistently doing more. Um, okay. I, I would. Do I just know people that virtually did Columbus and failed. Yeah. So I don't want you to be like that when you have a good market. And I, I would give it at yeah. least a quarter to look at the results. Don't like do a 30 day snapshot and try to make a really short, sharp um, decision. So if you can ride out and do that, okay. and then you can decide to either, you know, just pick one or try to split the two up. <clears throat> unfortunately that's the decision you're going to have to uh, make right up. Yeah. What's your question? Sorry about that. I just want to make sure you got the market right there. 
Yeah, yeah. So um, once I picked the, the market um, texting, I want to focus on one marketing channel. Um, so if I do the texting, I send out a thousand a day, Monday through Saturday. Um, how many leads do you, do you know how many leads that is a day? Is that like one to three, maybe? Three leads a day doing a thousand a day is a lot. Like, I, I wish it was that many. Um, well, obviously, the define a lead so everybody understands. I mean, someone who wants to sell their property and qualified lead would be even shorter than that. I mean, at three, that'd be like an appointment every single day um, of leads, which worth a thousand is a lot. I'm just telling you. I'd love to give you stats. My best advice for it is my baseline here is going to be completely different than yours. I, I get less leads on average per thousand texts than the average person, but In our Florida. average deals sick, like way bigger, like 50, 60 K. So you need to create your own baseline. Like that's the only thing I could tell you is create your own baseline. Cause if I tell you, you should be getting, you know, a 20% response rate and you get a 19, you're going to think you're failing. And I'm just, shooting stuff off the hip there. So create your own baseline and sort of see how you're doing with the marketing because it's, I hate saying it depends because hmm. I say it so many times, but it does depend on the list. Your ad copy is probably one of the most important parts. If your ad copy is not right, it's not going to be well. And I spent for our ad copy, we put so many new types of like ways to start a text out and we see which ones are popping uh, high deliveries over 95% and we keep those to get rid of the ones under response yeah. rates and we go from there. Okay. So just test it out maybe three months and one, one of the markets and um, see where I'm at uh, in about three months. Yeah. I mean, that's what I do to make sure you get the list right. Everything like that. I mean, that deal in Columbus, uh, what list did you do to get that deal? Yeah, so that was um, a vacant list off a of prop stream. If it if it ain't, if it don't uh, if it ain't broke, don't fix it, right? Yeah, and if you're going to do solely SMS, I mean, you you're going to get faster feedback. Um, I like ninety days for anything to look at it, so you're not missing anything. But mm -hmm. I mean, you could probably shorten it up to sixty. I mean, you don't you don't have to do a full ninety days. If I you know, yeah. a lot of times I'm talking about all the marketing mediums, but SMS and cold calling are pretty direct. So I, don't be spending money where if it ain't working, you're not generating leads, then you move on. But hmm. just give it more than 30 days, uh, but no more than 90 to kind of make your, your broad evaluation on it. Yeah. Okay, awesome. Thanks, Perfect guys. Call. Yeah, of yeah, course. Appreciate uh, what, what, you ain't got any uh, other questions? Oh, uh, no. No, I got it from here. I appreciate it. And you guys have a great Thanksgiving. You too. You too Thank man. you so much. Yeah. Thanks. You know, Later. You know, the turkey question on anybody. Oh, we're not asking turkey. I'm trying questions. to figure out how to freaking uh, deep fry a turkey. Okay. We're not. See, here's the thing. When I'm not on this live next week because I'm in the hospital, you'll know why. You ain't going to the hospital, okay? <laughs> I, literally ha I literally have to come to your house early tomorrow to make sure you don't burn the house down. Yeah. I literally have to go make sure. You're just going to sit there with the fire extinguisher you know way to get to is. it. I'm about to that find grease, out. That grease, your, your hat falls in that grease. The whole thing's going on fire. I don't know, man. I got sucked in. I have to come one. early tomorrow to make sure the whole house doesn't burn you down. Know why? Because the wife wanted the oven to cook all the other stuff. So now I got two giant turkeys I got to cook in that thing. And I have 
I've done one turkey like that, and I actually overcooked it, if you can believe that or not. Okay, we're not going to break this down, okay. but people come to us. Send us because, your recipes. No, here's the thing. People come to us <laughs> because we, we have the HUDs. We show that we're legit in wholesaling. Mm -hmm. No one wants to hear about the turkey. Let's say you overcooked the turkey last time. You're not the expert turkey person. Well, it, well, you know what? The damn fire like blew out. It was so windy. So I was told three minutes a pound, but. You know, in wholesaling, we call that an excuse. I am not a, do not take turkey advice from me because uh, I'm a turkey when it comes to it. Let's get it. So uh, let's see what we got. We got uh, Joe. Feeling pressure a little from it. Hello. Can How are you? you? What's up, Joe? Oh, pretty good. How about yourself? Hi. <laughs> Every day above ground is an amazing day. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, uh, <clears throat> the question I have is uh, – um, I've tried cold calling, and I—I I mean, I just can't stand still that long to do it. <laughs> well, walk like and, uh, yeah, I, oh, yeah. Uh, but I—I I, I just bought a thousand uh, bandit signs, and I'm thinking about just doing and putting like thirty out a day until I run out. I'm in the Houston area, the North Houston area. Okay. And I see them everywhere, but I just. Uh, uh, what do y'all think about that? He's the bandit side kid. Did you already buy them? Yeah, I've already bought them. Okay. Um, if you already bought them, then put them out, you know? Um, so yeah. that's what I, like, I would just put them out. You know, that's the only thing you can do, right? Um, yeah. Quick tip, cut the uh, steaks in half, right? If you're like eight steaks, cut them in half. Save you some yeah. money there. And well, uh, Just a regular out. bolt cutter. Yeah, put them out. Harbor Freight. You can put people put zip ties on there. I'm not going to tell you because cone force is going to be on my butt if I talk about that. But zip tie <laughs> it, put it on the ground, whatever you want, whatever's legal yeah. in your jurisdiction. Yeah. Um, do Harris County, everything around it, um, and just go at it. Like send them out, man. That's all I could say, right? It works. Uh, it's <clears throat> you just you just have to be consistent. If you're consistent, you'll get them, and then um, you just got to find out, you know. You're gonna get some, uh, you know, the uh, the uh, sign popo calling you. Um, I, yeah, I well, love I've had, uh, Yeah, I've had cops pull up next to me, like sheriffs and state troopers, and they'll just shine a light on me, and then, and then they'll take off as soon as they see what I'm doing. They don't. I mean, it's yeah. Uh, it Listen, I I have uh, I've bought probably over 200 properties just on bandit signs alone. Yeah. It's, I, we would still do it, but they've pretty much they're they have an entire staff dedicated just to picking up signs all day. So like we only get yeah. like an hour and a half, two hours of exposure. It just, it, it's not financially feasible anymore. It, um, but whenever yeah. we had a sign stay out like three days, we destroyed it. What I can tell you is we don't know if it's going to be good or not. You just got to put it out. Yeah. So we, um, I think the theme of today is you're going to have to, you've already bought the signs. You've done the investment. So just put them in and have fun with it. Put them out there. Uh, another thing is I always, we always, we always put signs in everybody's cars. I even put them in my wife's car. She hated it. He would have signs yeah. in his car. I'd have my signs and like we spread it out. So like when you go to dinner, you stick one out there. But um, here's the thing too. Where you put the sign is almost as <laughs> yeah. important as like answering and everything. So Houston's great. You got to figure out what markets you got to be putting them in. So Woodlands, I think is decent. You know, 
Um, you got to find out where the wholesaling is really good in Houston. Start putting them out in those areas. Yeah. Hey, you got to go east one day. Okay. If you're mm. in Beaumont, I would put 200 in Beaumont. Yeah. I think it is, it is, that's an amazing market. It's part, part of my top 25. Um, cat and Beaumont. Okay. Cat, cat, Caddy, Katie, Texas. Amazing market, man. Um, those just around those areas, man, you just drive around and, uh, get it, man. And look for like, uh, any type of Walmart, they're golden. The traffic's ridiculous. Stop signs, any bikes. big box stores, a stop sign, wherever you can get the most traffic. I'm just, Walmart's a, one of my favorites. The the amount of exposure coming through your sign in Walmart, and they don't have time to pick up your sign like every other yeah. day. Home Depot, Home Depot, um, any of the big coffee shop, anything that's got a high traffic with a big uh, with a big parking. Because uh, remember, everyone's got to come yeah. in and out of that parking. They got to wait in line, and they just stare at your sign. It's like, oh my gosh. Oh yeah, <laughs> it works. Okay. Uh, yeah. One of my favorite ways. Yeah. I just uh, when they. The problem is when it gets really good and others start doing it, they kind of abuse it. And that's when they come to a no sign policy. Yeah. But if you can get away with it and you see them out there, run for it. Cause I'm telling you guys, if you guys can put out bandit signs, it, it's golden. And to those, you don't have to buy a thousand signs. You can go out and find some blank signs and order them. Go get one of those big fat Sharpies at home Depot. They're like two or three bucks. And just ride them out and make sure you're in an open vented room because yeah. it's, uh, the smell is a lot. And, and here's the other thing, guys. Only ride on one side. That These new signs, uh -huh. you can see through them. If you print on both sides, um, it just it, it kind of screws up the message yeah. a little bit. So um, yeah. well, get them I out there. Cut your deal on them. I, I, yeah. I, I got like a... For eighty nine cents, the big ones, the uh, eighteen by twenty four, I think. This. Uh huh. You're talking to a yeah, guy. Yeah, I got it for like eighty. Because I put out so many. <laughs> we okay. ran tens of thousands of them. Like yeah. we had so many signs, we had entire warehouses dedicated to them. So it was because uh, we thought we could go all <laughs> in on that, and they basically outlawed it in uh, our town. So yeah. Uh, so yeah. you just gotta go out there and put them out. Like that's our advice. You got out. this, man. Yeah. Okay. Let us okay, know how you did. I, I enjoy y'all's content. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. I, I appreciate mean, it, man. We're trying our best out here. Yeah. Now go do it. I'm telling you, man. Just it. It's fun. It's exciting. You'll get calls, and that's what you you, you need to get motivated sellers calling you. So you just got to put out those signs. So you did the hard part. You paid for it and you ordered it. Now you yeah. just got to go out there and apply them and do them and just keep consistently putting them out. We talk about consistency today. It's just. When we did signs, it was consistent. It was like every, uh, we used to go like Saturday mornings when I was teaching them. Um, when he used to do like wrestling tournaments, we threw signs in the car. And every time oh, we yeah. went to a new town, we stuck it in. It was awesome. But yeah, put them out and uh, you can do well. Okay. All right. Appreciate it. Thanks. Thank for you. Uh -huh. All right. Bye. You just see that one up there. Hold on. What? Yeah, it's 633. Oh, yeah, we're getting to the answers. Oh, we're, we're getting to all of them. Okay. So uh, make sure. Hold on. Let's see if Khalil's on. Khalil, you're back on. Calling you. All right. Never mind. He's probably busy cooking a turkey, man. Oh, my gosh. We're, I, I, we're <laughs> all right. Um, so let's get it. 
Luke says he's in Houston. That's awesome. Thank you guys for doing the live. No, no, the guru wants to go live today. So, um, we'll go live. Um, get your turkey on. So, uh, important question here from M. Uh, Hersey, Zach and Rick, I have a lead. Property does not really need, uh, really need much to it. Comps are 100K. All comps are pretty much same, not high quality, just rent and ready clean. She has a balance on a property of 65. Um, how do you go about it? So, if the property sold for 100, under like under it, right? It's basic math. And remember, go for no on your first one. And, uh, you know, you kind of know what your room is on it. So, uh, you just got to have a conversation with the seller and, you know, see what you can get it done for. It's my answer is how much they need to get out of the property. Do they yeah. need 5,000 after everything? Do they need 10? Get the price out of them and go from there. A deal like that, if it's a hundred, most buyers will probably want to pay eighty to eighty-five. Yeah. Depending so on your market. Now you know if they want to take seventy-five, then you know you're making five, ten K. Not bad, you know. Uh, the equity is a tad lower there, but uh not too bad. So uh, yes. you got it, bro. Just gotta see up. what they need to get out of it. That's exactly. So let's get it. Um Khalil is back. He's back. Kinda. Kinda. Khalil, Khalil, you there? Khalil. Khalil. Maybe if I hold up a sign, the sticky sign's not. All right. He's I on. tried, man. Everyone's watching him. There he is. He's coming. He's got to unmute himself. <laughs> hey, there. What's up? What's we got up? you. Hey, um, you have a YouTube pop in the background, too. If you can take that off. Hey, you guys. Happy early Thanksgiving. What is up? Khalil, you have um, the YouTube in the back. If you can turn that off. Oh, yeah. In the background. Okay. Yeah. There we go. Awesome, All man. Right. Can you hear me? Yeah, I don't think the. Uh, can you hear me? Can you see the me? Camera's working, but whatever. No, we can hear you. Awesome. What's up, guys? Happy early Thanksgiving. Hey, Khalil, do me a favor. I'm gonna I'm gonna kick you out, and if you come come back in, the camera's not working for some reason. For you. Yeah, well, actually, no problem. I think it's dark. Hold on. Uh, let me let me turn the light on. He must have blackout shades. Need to get some. Oh. The sun came up. Oh my gosh! <laughs> Perfect, man. There you go. Now Sweet. we see you. So, uh, yeah, what's up, go. man? How are you? Doing pretty good. Awesome. Hold on. I think, Hold on, I think we've talked, but I think I don't think you've ever yeah. talked. That's before. okay. That's awesome. yeah, it's been quite a bit. What's it's going on, man? About a week or so. Doing pretty Love good. It, I've been um. Working uh, so far, working some lists. Um, I, I work a lot. So, and I, I work at um, Xfinity. So yeah. I'm pretty much there like all day long. And um, what I've done recently, because I've, um, I've done this enough to to pretty much know what I have to do every single day, right? I've been texting these people, talking to these people. Um, for me, mostly um, cold call and texting. 
and that's for um, and probably one of the most competitive out there um, county so <clears throat> but yeah um, besides that I have um I have pretty I have help so I've helped pretty much texting and um, calling for me and I'm starting to get leads okay but all right man what's going on with it though so let me let me check um i haven't gotten anything any great leads um i got this one guy he pretty much um i mean if i really want to well i can you can't you can't really force a deal but he's trying to fix up his house and like he's gonna lose it so uh, okay. that that's one lead that that I kind of I gotta talk to him again he he, he wanted to talk to his wife <clears throat> um, okay. how long was the last time since you've called him um it's been about three days four days I talked to him right. um when's the last time I talked to him I talked to him on on Wednesday, on Thursday of last week Bro, let me tell you this right now. I'm not married. Never been married. You're married. How often do you yeah. talk to your wife, my mom? Every day, right? <laughs> it doesn't take four days to talk to your wife, okay? Usually you guys yeah. live in the same house. It's a dream. Usually you sleep yeah. in the same bed with each other. Like, you guys talk. Like, bro, you need to call. <laughs> I'm sorry, where are you going with this? What I'm trying to say is when they say to talk to their wife, it should be a next day thing, right? Uh-huh. Like, yeah, it's, I, it's not I, where you need three or four days. So Friday probably, because what, tomorrow's Thursday? Friday morning, give him a call. Yeah. Are you yeah. going to give him a call? <clears throat> oh. Uh, with, with, um, with him. See, I think I would, yeah, I would have to take a look at the at the deal again. So what are two uh, things happen when they do that? Either they're going to run out of excuses on you or they're going to tell you the truth. Yeah. You have to walk them down that funnel. The longer of a rope you give them, yeah. the, the, the more painful this is going to be. Your job is to get them to try to get to a decision. Sometimes people have legitimate reasons, like they're just not ready to sell. You just got to find a nice way to approach them about it. It's, it is about being confrontational, but it's, listen, you're yeah. not paid. This isn't, you're trying to make things better in your life. So you're busting your ass at work, doing everything. And you're doing this on your own time. And eventually it will shift. But when you you're spending your time, you're not paid by the hour. So you got to walk them down that funnel. So they called you. They've signed, they've some signs of motivation. They've given you, I got to talk to my wife, my lawyer, my friend, whatever. Just set a date and say, listen, that's fine. Uh, I'll, uh, I'll call you back in a couple of days and make sure you, you follow up. And you're going to find they're going to give you another excuse. Eventually what happens, people just run out of excuses on you. Your job is to kind of walk them to the truth. Because after a while, have you ever given someone an excuse and then they come back to you and you're like, Oh crap, I used that excuse. And at a point you get like, okay, listen, um, I'm just not sure I'm ready to sell or something like that. You're better off getting a hard no sometimes from yeah. people and just moving on and putting them in your follow-up. But 
you give them the benefit of the doubt of the excuse, but you have to walk them through it. You, you have to, you have, you are the hammer, they're the nail. You have to drive it and you got to get to it. The most frustrating thing in wholesaling to me is when people just don't tell you the truth. I accept it. What percentage of people you think we deal with don't tell us the truth right off the bat on average? 50. More than 50% of the probably people. more, but yeah. So you're kind of an investigator. You're walking through, like after a while, you if you bust them on a lie, they go like, wait a minute, you told me that last week. I don't, yeah. you already talked to her. And this, this is where <laughs> you, your conversation comes in. Tell me what's really going on. What, what can I help you with? What's the struggle here? And that's when they have their kind of like coming to Jesus moment. Like, listen, here's my frustration. I want to sell my wife doesn't. I don't know how to get past her. And that's simply where I go, why don't we bring your wife on the call and see if we can kind of walk through her thought process. Another important part is if you got to look oh, you know, through the deal, I actually ended up, go ahead. I actually ended up um, talking to the wife um, later on that day. Um, it was kind of quick. Uh, we didn't talk for too long. She literally kind of came off uh, more towards the end. She's, you know, she's like, "Oh, they're kind of busy doing something." So it's like, it's like that. So I was like, "Okay, you know, I, I kind of take it from there." But um, yeah, no, that's that's it's definitely a that I that I definitely gotta call back because they they're about to they're basically about to lose the house. As a as, idea, as what, what, is it, oh, Cleo, I'm sorry. I mix up, right? Um, what's what's your reason for wholesaling? Like, what's your why? My why? Uh, yeah. Well, <clears throat> I I want to. My best my for wholesaling is to move to rental properties, to actually own real estate and have some cash flowing real estate. That is my actual goal for wholesaling. But so it comes to like, what's your why? Like, what's your ultimate? And why are you doing that? Why do you why want you cash flowing houses? Yeah. Why? Why? Well, my my family. My I have a son. I have a seven year old uh, seven year old boy, and uh -huh. and I have a seven year old an eight year old girl, so I have uh, a lot to take care of, and I would let definitely like to to make life a lot easier for them. So, okay, so do you see how like you, you kind of gave me one answer and I pushed forward to get to the truth of like what's really going on. You have to take that same tenacity and you have to do it. Don't accept people's first answer they give you and just go, oh, tell me a little bit more. Like, like why is it you want to sell the house? If you can get that emotional connection, you'll get more information from them to help them make a decision. It'll also help you evaluate the deal. Oh. Most sellers, you ask like like you like why they'll say, "Oh, because I want cash flow properties." You keep talking to them, you're gonna find the real reason. See, Same money always thing. translate to something. Do you you want financial freedom? You want more time with your family? You want to set an example for your kids? You know, it's if your motivated sellers sold basically just on price, they'd be listing the property, right? They would be. If they're not for a reason. Yeah. You got to figure it out. I want you to take that passion when you talk to them. And behind every real estate is a story of a person. You got to get to the story that the real estate is just a, it, it's just a number. It's, it's a mathematic problem. 
it's the emotion that's going to make the difference for yeah. you. So what I need you to do is that video we play in the beginning, you might want to hit that up before you go. It just, people love, like, <laughs> I know you're, I listen at all the, I've, I've had two kids are grown now. It's a lot of work, man. These kids are a lot of work and you go out there and bust your ass every day, putting food on that table. And I commend you because I did the exact same thing you did. I ran the corporate job and I did this on the side, the nights and the weekend. So I know the struggle. What I'm giving you some polite criticism here is get that energy level up when you talk to them. People like they want to connect with you and you've got to have them connect. I get it. You want cash flowing properties, the free uh, financial doors for you and your family. It's more more time with them. So you're going to have to put that energy in getting those answers and getting past like kind of their BS answers and like, hey, really, what's you ever have your daughter where like kind of they beat around the bush to go, you know, what's really going on? Tell me what's going on. They'll tell you a story about what's going on at school or a kid's picking on them and then you give them solutions to help them with it. But if you don't get to this truth, you can't give them a solution. You have to take that same tenacity, that same intensity and do it with your leads. Exactly. So. Right. I'm telling you, Claire, I, you're on the right path. You're doing all the motion stuff. Just put the energy into it. And remember, every time you're sitting there pushing through, trying to get an answer or someone that you think is kind of lying to you, think of your kids. Think of what you're doing. You're trying to change things in your family, and I commend you for it. But you're already there, dude. Just put the yeah. just push them towards the truth, the emotional connection, and that's how you get through these people. We always talk about our ability to connect with people. It's because we push to get to the truth, and we look for that emotional lever. And I'm not looking to take advantage of them. I'm looking to actually help them out. And most importantly, it, like if there's a guy talk to wife, call him the next day. You gotta, you gotta go after it hard. You know, speed is everything in this business. Yeah. You got it though, man. You, you got the leads coming in. You, you got everything flowing in. Um, it's just your then, chance now to go and to close these deals. What else? So I've been on. Um, other, other than that, that's the that was the first one. I've, I've had. Um, I've, I've got about two more. Two more good ones. Um, okay. I'm trying to look at my text messages now. Uh, I've got one right now. Well exactly that i gotta kind of dig out the why because um i got somebody that's texting me back right now okay okay let me check you you understand what we're telling you is like getting knowing your why and then finding out their why that's half the battle here yeah yeah the, and my, everybody my, you're my talking wife. to eventually they want they're calling you back you know they probably want to sell their property like, so it, yeah. you, you get the reason why a motivated seller is selling for a reason other than get the highest bidder. You already know that. So you have to get through it. You have to be a detective. You have to be a, uh, what do they call it? Kind of a welfare worker, just trying to help people walk through some of their issues in life. Some social people just, worker. yeah, social workers. Some people just want you to go with speed. Some people don't want your drama. Like it's, there's so many different hats we have to wear. And just like, once you get to it, you can do it. Then it's just about putting a number and having some commonality to see if you can get there. Not every deal is going to work out. It, it can't. It, right. If it was, we all wouldn't be sitting here on this, uh, on this, on this mastermind right now. So exactly. Yeah. <laughs> you got this, man. Just take that tenacity, 
get the why, make sure you're clear on yours and go get their why and keep pushing through. And you need to do it for your kids. I commend you for what you're doing. You're, you're, you're going to get there. Just keep driving. You're like you are on like the five yard line. You just got to punch yeah, through so the goal stay line. Stay hard on those leads though. Stay hard on them. Calling, <laughs> I would between you and me, if I, if the, my why was like that, I don't have any kids, but if I had two kids, I would be even going harder trying to like get more money. I would, I wouldn't even let these sellers breathe. I'd be calling them all the time. And what's the worst they're going to say? You know, Khalil cares too much. Yeah. And you know what? You'll you'll find out. Like somebody asked me, oh, when are you too aggressive?" I go, "They'll let you know." Yeah. But every, sometimes you have to be a little bit aggressive. Done. But then you could be on the other side. You can be too kind and too polite. Yeah. And you don't get anywhere. So you got to find what what the uh, mix is. But if you're just trying to get to the truth, I am. I love when a seller just says, "You know, what, Rick, I'm not selling you my house. I'm just. I flat out. I'm just kind of like, thank you." <laughs> I can move on with my life. Yeah, we get to the finality of it. I can't stand when people play with me, but we have to play the game a little bit. I just need you to be the hammer and them to be the nail. And remember, it's for their own good. A lot of times we help people out. They just don't. They're procrastinators. That's why they're typically selling you the house. So, yeah. Um, Anything else? I'm I have one right now that um, I think this one's kind of more so like uh a game uh hold on i'm trying to check i'm trying to look into the weed right now um, yeah i mean as we're talking like the most important part here yeah as we're it's like there's not much coaching we give to them it's just going out there calling and getting the contract like it's action needs to be taken um and that's the most important part and you know obviously it's like you want to be the go-getter there and like oh i'm gonna close this deal on thanksgiving at night it's like it ain't gonna work no it's just like, it's it's don't, don't <laughs> your limit, but like just go after it, you know. Friday, Saturday call. You know, I would, I would be like I literally said, I wouldn't letting these uh, sellers breathe. You know, they're, they're getting calls from me all the time, uh, and just checking in. That's well, how you get these deals. Yeah, I, I've I've called a seller fifty plus times just to let you know. Cause like honestly, once I put in all the time, the work, and the energy, it's up to me to get that reward okay. for my family, and you just. If you tell them you're calling them next Friday at you know 8 p.m., you better make sure at 7:59 you're ringing that phone. You can't just go, oh, I'm gonna call and like I'll see when I do it. Just do it. Like at least you'll get to an answer or you'll get further down that funnel. A lot of these touches it takes nine, 10, 12, 15 times, but we've done 50, 60. We've done drive-bys, you know, 15, 20, 30 times. It's just not everyone's that easy. Some people are organized, but for a lot of part. The people we deal with, their their life's sometimes a mess, and we just want to help them out. We're not taking advantage; we're helping them out. We want to put money in their pocket, get that asset sold, and solve a problem for them. So, get yeah, get through your leads. Um, connect back with us. You know where to find us, and let us know the results. But I want you to take that attitude. Me and Zach showed it to you, and that's what yeah. you need to press for. This is what people pay ten thousand dollars for a course. To get that push over the edge, I'm giving it to you for 100% free. I'm telling you, because you have it. You've done everything else. Just take the ball across the goal line. You're there. I'm confident you can do it. You got to be confident in yourself. I am. Uh, I'm gonna get it. I'm gonna get it done. I'm gonna get it done. <laughs> I'm gonna right. get okay, it. I don't, I don't care how long it takes. Okay. Any turkey tips before we go? Oh my gosh. I, I'm asked to ask. I'm, I'm, I'm vegan. Well, I'm I vegetarian, not smart. vegan. Dude, he saw Dino's skin. He's like, yeah. 
Yeah, he, he's not Dino. Dino's looking. Dino, look, 56, man. Looks like he's 46. Yeah, I'm like, no. wow. <laughs> You're All smart, right. man. But, uh, appreciate it, man. So, uh, any uh, last questions before we uh, head, hop off here? No, no, that's it. I'll check back with you guys. Okay. Right. Khalil, thank you so much for uh, watching us, for the support. We truly appreciate it. Thank you. It is your part now to go out there and get the deal sold. I mean, get the deal locked up, and you got this, man. You yeah. got it, bud. I'll bring it to you guys <laughs> if okay. I can't find any. If I can't find anybody. <laughs> All right, bro. Get it, man. Solve a problem. Help the people out. You'll you, make the money. I promise you. You got it. All right. All right. Have a great one, man. Stay blessed. Thanks. Have a Thanksgiving. All right, that's awesome. Some good coaching calls today. Uh, did uh, I just say that word? Ow! Uh, it is a back. coaching. We're coaching for free. I mean, I, I, it's a free one-on-one -on -one coaching calls, right? Like that is what it is. Yeah, that is what we're doing today. So at the end of the day, guys, like when it comes down to making real, legit money in wholesaling real estate, I think the number one word today has been consistency. Consistently marketing. Consistently following up with your leads and consistently adding cash buyers. At the end of the day, if you're not consistent in it, you will not get the results that you truly deserve. And to going out, you got to go out there and consistently do it. And to be consistent, you're going to have to implement your own discipline. Discipline is just setting a timeline and getting it done no matter what happens. Like obviously take care of your family first, but if you're doing cold calls from, from, I don't know, six to 8 PM, yeah, then you do it. And if your goal was to do 300 or 500 and then just every day set it like clockwork, I, I, I think the tagline saying is, um, discipline is the ultimate form of self-love. Everybody thinks discipline so hard. It's right. actually, it will give you the rewards. It will make you consistent to be consistent. You have to discipline yourself. Discipline equals freedom. Completely agree with that statement. Guys, consistently on everything. So Khalil's problem there was actually consistently marketing. I'm not con was, He got the marketing. Yeah, he's there. He has to consistently follow up. He's at that five-yard uh, line. He's, he's trying to run an RPO. He doesn't know the pass. Or oh my, the, we're, we're not getting in football terms. But I, I tell you right now, Tony, right now, in today's wholesaling environment, speed is important. Empathy is important. We preach about these things on this channel consistently on your marketing, consistency in your marketing. Uh, but then another big thing I don't think we talk about too much is a belief in yourself. If you have the belief in yourself, you can do it. You'll have the confidence to go out there and get it going. So I'm pumped up for you guys. Like this is the perfect time in your life. I don't care how old you are. You could be nine years old watching this. You'd be 15 watching this. This is the perfect time to get things going in wholesaling. So I am jacked up. Like this is the time to like get it going guys. This is could be the day that you decide to just turn it on and get it going for wholesaling. So I'm pumped up. I'm jacked up for you guys. Thank you guys so much for watching this video. Um, just blessings on blessings. I, I really appreciate it guys. Again, any value smash that like button and subscribe. Truly appreciate it, guys. Check out freewholesaling.com. Uh, freewholesaling.com is it's where everything's at. You know, if you want to learn wholesaling real estate, that is where it's at. Um, that is, do they have to wait till black Friday to get it? Or? It's all free guys. So uh, hop on there guys. Check it out. Truly appreciate it. Um, the sign off here. Tell you right now, call it free Friday, free Friday. 
Um, quick announcements, guys. Uh, Friday, we're going to have uh, either you and me are going to go on again or either you. Uh, just check what we're going to do there. We're going to be talking about um, ARVs. We haven't done a video on ARV in a while and pushing comps. That'll be a fun one. Uh, tomorrow, there's going to be no live. Uh, Turkey Day, I'll be in a food coma. I won't be able to move. So Pumpkin pie. Th there will be and a lot of pumpkin pie. So um, we got a recorded, we got a nice recorded video on there. Um, I think it was a vlog. I got to figure out which video we're going to do tomorrow, but um, it's all scheduled out for you guys. Uh, I'll be two videos coming at you tomorrow. Don't worry. At uh, 10 a.m. and then one at 5 p.m. Like we always do. It won't be a live. There will be a recorded video. Um, so let's get it going, guys. It is currently 7.06 p.m. Just to show the uh, gurus what's up. Uh, we always do this live. So really appreciate it, guys. Uh, hit us up on uh, Instagram everywhere. Uh, see you guys Thursday. Hop on live. Truly appreciate it. Let's get the free wholesaling video and uh, get it going. Have a Thanks, good one, guys. guys. Thank appreciate you. It. Stay blessed. Hey guys, Zach in here from Flip with Rick. And after helping tens of thousands of people get started in wholesaling real estate and helping so many people out go from $0 to $100,000 in wholesaling real estate, I'm super excited to announce my new wholesaling mastery course. This wholesaling mastery course will have everything step-by-step -step on the whole entire wholesaling processes. I'm gonna give you real deal examples. I'm gonna hold your hand throughout the whole wholesaling process. This course will give you everything you need to know to make up to 100,000 to over a million dollars per year in wholesaling real estate profits. Most real estate gurus out there will charge you around $5,000 for a course like this. But today, if you click on the link, you will get my wholesaling mastery course for the low price of sellout. What? What are, you, what are you doing? What are you doing? What do you mean? I knew you would do this. I knew you were going to go the course route with the guru. It goes against everything we've preached from day one. Don't be a sellout. The course is free. What? I'm, the course is free. I'm giving it for free. Oh, I apologize. Carry on. Jeez, okay. Sorry about that, guys. Yeah, duh. Do you think I'm going to go sell out as like a regular guru selling you a course? I'm not trying to make money off of you guys. Guys, over here, all you got to do is click there to just sign up. No gimmicks, nothing. Absolutely for free. It's a free wholesaling course. Literally, I've seen every single wholesaling course. I have access to all the 10,000 mentorships. Guys, I've literally copied them step by step. I literally have an entire course set out just for you for wholesaling real estate. Click on that and let's get started.